Blog Talk Radio. Lose the 
11 heaven What else in hell Can you get an open line to heaven At 11, 11 Emerge at the other end Of the meditation port tools And elevated walk tools Even some abort tools any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are! Peace, peace, peace to you and yours, peace to you and yours. This is Know the Ledge Radio, and you are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed, this is your host, Brother Blue Pill. Very soon to be joined by my co-host, Brother Red. All right. <clears throat> welcome back, welcome back. Know the Ledge Radio. Shout out to everyone that joined us. Friday's episode, phenomenal episode, featuring our brother Bashara Wilson, very educational, informative episode. Check us out in the archive, right? Indeed. Some real quick announcements that we might as well run through while we wait for our calls and our guests to show up, family that is in the A-Town, right? The Atlanta family. This Memorial Day weekend, there's a major event brewing and passing through town. Only thing is, it's about an hour away from Atlanta, okay? It's a little bit outside of Atlanta, about an hour away, but it's in Moreland, Georgia. Moreland, Georgia. This is something fresh festival, family. And it's going down May 23rd to 26th, all right? Keynote presenters are Supernova Slum and Juju Mama. It's going to be that type of party, all right, in the woods. 200 acres of sovereign land, Moreland, Georgia. The Pills will be in the building. I believe Coach Kyer will be in the building. Genesis Samadhi, the sister that came forth with the tantric healing last Tuesday, she will be in the building, all right? Shaman Hands, Master Yao. Gigi G twice. All right? Honeysuckle Moon is gonna be a lot of people doing a lot of workshops, a lot of activity, a lot of opportunities for you to upgrade yourself. Okay, you wanna to go to the website to get the information pertaining to the tickets. All right, so something dot com is the destination that you wanna go and check out what's really going on and how you can get involved. This is a major, major, major event. It's a major look. So everyone is talking about community and the fact that they want to live off the grid, all right, and they want to be in a commune and live amongst one another. And we just, you know, Coach Kaya, I'm going to open up your line in a second, brother. You know, we want to live amongst one another. We want to do business with one another. We want to just be in our element where we're healing and we're eating the right way and everything is just working in our favor because we are in control, you know, the direction is in our hands. 
well, that opportunity and that possibility, opportunity to see things as that is and, and to live in that space for a few days, that opportunity is being afforded to you by good folks over at, at Organic Blood. All right, I'm going to open up the lines for my co-host and for one of tonight's guests, presumably our brother, Coach Kaya. So call over the 347, red, your line is open. Coach, your line is open, please. Please, please, please. please. Yours, this is your brother, Reptile. Yeah. Welcome to the Less Radio. I'm on my way home right now, but nonetheless, we're in the building. Uh, What's good? Everything, brother. You know what I'm saying? Like I got cleansed in blood. Yeah, it's a brand new day. But I'm telling them about that something fresh. It's like I got cleansed in blood. I'm a DMX album cover. Flesh of my flesh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you into that? Okay. <laughs> nah, I ain't, I'm just saying it was that. You must have not been up last that's night. What they, that's what they do, Coach. Oh no, nah, yo. <laughs> Let me say something, and this is related to what I saw last night. I shared it with my whiz. Like, I went on Instagram about 4 in the morning, and I was totally taken back by how many people were observing this celestial event. Because, you know, my, my, my timeline is ratchet, you know? Right. Twerkers and everything is on the timeline. And twerkers were talking about the red moon, you know, and artists. People of you know, just regular people. So it is definitely an monument. So it crosses the boundaries of what people deem as the conscious or the aware people. A lot of people are partaking in this uh, this event, you know. And it was four in the morning, mind you, on a Monday night, and it was a whole lot of people with their with their telescopes and their cameras posting pictures and whatnot, uh, basically staying up so they could be part of this event. So, yeah, I got bathed in blood, too. No DMX. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was an amazing viewing. You know, here in Los Angeles, it was very clear, and it was, you know, around 10, 11 o'clock. It was middle of the, of the night, so the majority of people were up, and everyone bore witness to it. And I saw some things that I'm going to get into, you know. That's probably I'm going to hold back on them, but... Trust, okay. you know, trust. Yeah, that because was a monumental event. So that was a game changer right there. Huh? We couldn't even see it in New York. That's why I had to go to the social media to observe it. It's cloudy. It was real cloudy in the town, man. You know, hashtag fail. Oh. Yeah, hashtag fail New they York. They robbed you the opportunity, huh? Basically. But we made up for it on Sunday, though. We'll talk about that. Let's holler at the coach. Coach. What up, coach. what up, what up? Peace, peace. Still with you, bro. Yo, I was like on the edge of my seat tonight for this one right here. I was like, this is a dream come true. You know, that's that, you know, that's a joint. This is a dream come true because <laughs> I was just, um, I'm just going to, my two cents, you know, um, from from my particular angle of the cosmo physics was somebody asked me the other day, you know my man in Atlanta, he be Asar, big shouts out to Asar who be selling the books across from Soul Food Vegetarian. He was like, Coach, 
Say, man, what's up with this? He said, what's up with this blood moon, this red moon? And I reminded him of the movie American Gangster. You remember when um when uh when Denzel went down to see Cuba Gooding Jr. and he was like, look, son. He said, this is blue magic. I stand behind my brand. You ain't got to put no cut on it. Remember that? Cuba, Cuba Gooding was putting was trying to put a cut, you know yes, what I'm saying? Indeed. Yes, indeed. That blue magic. How could we forget? Yeah, so he's like, what are you doing putting a cut, you know what I'm saying, on my on my product? And and so the, another cat was like, well, you know, you know, all the occultists are saying this and all the occultists are saying that. And I was like, son, we the original occultists. It's a full moon every night. It's always an eclipse popping off around the year. Not every month, but it's always eclipses. And what they're trying to do is sensationalize you to get you just to look at one little piece of it when if you was rocking with your cosmophysics strong, you'd know that you was the original occultist. I ain't got to put no, I ain't gotta put no cut on it. I ain't got to be talking about, oh, the red moon, come give me some attention. You should be watching the new moon. You should be watching the full moon. You should be watching the waning, the waxing. You should be down with the moon magic program. You know what I mean? Like, you should be following the phases anyway. These cats is like, like you said, everybody just came in like, oh, my God, it's the blood moon is red. More marketing. Now, I'm not taking away from the power that it exhibited and is exhibiting. That's why I'm glad that Ra is coming on tonight, you know what I'm saying, to break bread in the in the only way he can break it. You know what I'm saying? You got the official bread breaker. Like I'm not it's just it's just mad information. You gotta just can't just be looking at the moon. You gotta look at what about the fixed cross? You know, what about the other seven planets that's participating? You know, the North Node is also in Libra. Mars is in retrograde. Jupiter is squaring that same moon. Then you got the sun in Aries and Mercury in Aries and Uranus in Aries. Then you got Pluto coming to a station. And then so my man called me last night was like, so what's going on? I said, you think I can explain all this to you? That's seven planets. Each one of them got at least four aspects. That's 28 things that I would at a minimum have to talk to you about. You know, so that's why I'm just real happy that Ra is going to be in here. I ain't even going to keep talking. But just remember, we the original occultists. We the original occultists, people who ain't shouting about the average full moon. Why should I go listen to them? Because they're hollering about, you know, the red blood moon. You know, when you hear when you hear Ra'aku or Kristen Littles or somebody from Cosmophysics or Marku Amun, you know, you hear these cats talking about this on a regular basis making a difference. You know, so, you know, we, we got to be careful of, you know, these these um, two-bit, them put a cup. They don't put a cut on the occult. How about that? You know, I know you call them um, what you what you call them blue. I think I think you call them uh, sidewalk magicians or something like that. <laughs> you know, they on the corner trying to do that little thing and whatnot. So I'm glad you got yeah. that original. You got that original blue and red magic in here tonight. So I know this is gonna be a um, this is gonna be an epic show. Um, the energy's in full effect, and I'm going to just sit back, you know. I got my own uh, things I'm going to be working on while I'm listening to y'all. I got to get ready for next week because my Moon Magic uh, program starts uh, next week, next Tuesday. So that's what I do is try to help people every month. I've been doing this for five years, watching the cycles of the moon. So when somebody was like, well, what about the red moon? 
I was like, come on, man. Don't get don't get carried away. Don't get distracted. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna ask me about the regular moon before you ask me about rolling up, you know, uh putting it in a banana leaf or putting it in the one point fives or something like that. You know, understand and re- respect the herb first, man. Respect the herb. Right, see my brother. Let me um Let me do this. Let me open up the coaches line, and we also have a surprise guest before our brother Rock, who gets into nice dissertation. But nonetheless, let me get the brother in the room so we can give him his proper welcome. All right. All right. I don't think he's on the line just as yet, but the brother Red is on the line. His phone line just dropped. Peace, Red. You there? Yeah, I'm here. All right. Coach still with us? Yes, he is. Okay. Let me check this line and see if this is the brother. He might have just put in one of the wrong numbers. Um, call up from the 410-653. Brother Rock, who, is that you? Yes, sir. Peace. Yes, indeed. Peace. Peace. Welcome, Lord. Peace. What's the science? Thanks for having me. Absolutely, brother. Welcome back. We definitely missed on the program. Yes. And um. You know, I um. I heard I heard Coach dropping it, man. He just, you know, he's so psychic, man. It's ridiculous. You know, (laughs) because uh, he he. He actually touched upon one of my opening statements, just like as if we discussed it, and we haven't, you know. But um, right. At any rate, I'm looking forward to get, get, getting the rolling it's with that, it. It's that, it's that cosmophysics quantum mind. What, what yeah. we're gonna do is we're gonna go to the line and bring in one of the star seeds. Uh, eight feet off the grid. Are you in the building? Okay, with no further ado, we want to open up the line and present to you call up from the 44492. KT, peace. Peace, peace. What's the deal, people? Peace. Peace. Welcome back. Peace, Lord. What's going on? What's going on? Blue pill, red pill, Coach Kyer. Yes, indeed. Raku. It's the science, Lord. Avengers, Avengers assemble up in here, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. Man, man. How's everybody doing Get tonight? Get the positions, brother. They deserve hey, their yeah. own. Uh, I, I, can't wait, I can't wait to hear it. I can't wait to hear it, man. Yes, indeed. Right. KTR's degree, baby. Trust me. Hey, I'm up in here. I want to hear what you got to drop tonight, son. Don't don't come up in here. I mean, I appreciate you being humble and everything, but you know what I'm saying. You ain't no <laughs> you ain't no surprise no more. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you that now. Hey man, I'm 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 just I'm just coming to give a little taste. of next next week next week is when is when I'm gonna shine, man. When I uh, I go ahead and give everybody the breakdown of the of the Winter Soldier. Um, but, you know, I was going to touch on a couple things today. It ties right in 
Hello to the blood moon and the neck. Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. You might have just faded for a second, but I faded. All right. Can y'all hear? Y'all hear me? All right. Now I said I'm. I'm just gonna give a quick, quick little preview of, of what I'm gonna do next week, and um, this blood moon ties in, you know, um, with uh, a lot of things that I'm gonna be talking about. Uh, next Tuesday, but I don't want to give it away just yet, you know what I'm saying? But when I bring it up next week, everybody's going to be like, okay. But, yeah, Captain America, has every has everybody seen it yet? Yes, indeed. I haven't seen it yet, but I intend on watching oh. it tomorrow. Okay, 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 cool, cool. So that's good. I'm only, I'm only going to talk about a little of it anyway. I won't give too much away, but... Captain America uh, directly ties in tonight because Captain America has everything to do with the moon. Um, and one of the people that helped me see it more clearly uh, was actually uh, Clico. Uh, when he came on, when I was breaking down the Avengers, he started getting into certain topics. The movie Captain America starts off, uh, it's, it's, it's real interesting. You got to always pay attention to the first scene because, you know, when you're writing a story, you know, you always, it's all about that opening line. You know, if that opening line is powerful, you're not going to pull anybody in. And an opening line has everything to do with what the story is going to be about. So you have to pay attention to what's being said in the introduction. So what's the opening scene in this movie? Well, this, first of all, the movie starts off, with Heyru, your boy Falcon. Falcon is running around the waters in Washington, D.C. We all know D.C. is the commitment in the West. You know, Benjamin Banneker laid it down. Now, he's running around in a circle, so it's revolutions going on. We're talking a cosmic event taking place, okay? We understand what Heyru represents in the cosmos. He's going around the waters, the celestial waters. Now, as he's running around the celestial waters, all of, a, all of a sudden you hear somebody scream out, on your left, and all of a sudden you see Captain America run right by him. Boom. So then a couple minutes pass by, you see Falcon running again. He's still jogging at his steady pace, you know. All of a sudden you see Captain America shoot by him the second time, on your left. Boom. So then the third time he comes around and your boy Falcon like, man, don't you say it, don't you say it. And then Captain America says, on your left. And he, he zooms by him again. <laughs> so after they, he's done running, your boy Falcon's laid up against a tree. He's holding his side and he's like, man. He was like, dude, you just ran 13 miles in like 30 minutes. He was like, I think I need me a new set of lungs. So that scene right there, just in those small amount, that small amount of time, said so much about the the meaning of the movie and who these characters are supposed to be. Now, your boy Captain America is to Hootie. Now, how is that? Well, if you got Horus or Heyru running around the celestial waters, and on his blind side, somebody is coming up behind him saying, on your left, that's none other than Tahuti. How is he Tahuti? Because Tahuti is responsible for restoring Heyru's eye after his fight with Set. When he battled Set, he lost his left eye. The left eye of Heyru represents the moon. The right eye of Heyru represents the sun. By Captain America coming up behind him on his left, on his blind side, saying, I'm on your left, that's him saying that's Tahuti restoring his eye or his sight back to him. 
The reason why he passed him three times was because he's known as Hermes Trismegistus. He was running. That's Quicksilver or Hermes. Three times means Trismegistus. Hermes Trismegistus, that represents the the Kabbalion. So it's just a reinforcing of him being Tahuti, of him being Thoth. Then after he was done, when your boy said, I need a new set of lungs, that was just even more saying this air element, you know, it's about the breath, you know, stuff like that. So uh, why, uh, Hermes Trismegistus, uh, Tahuti, let's, let's get a little bit more into him real quick, and I'm, I'm going to wrap it up. Like I said, I'm just going to give a little taste tonight because the information that I have in <laughs> talking about the connections that's going on in this film I'm telling you, everybody's going to be scratching their head like monkeys talk about, like, where does nigga dig this shit up from? <laughs> I was talking to my wife about it today, and he, she was just looking at me like I was insane. Like, do these people really know that all these things is connected? Like, she couldn't believe it. But, you know, that's that's another story. Now, um, your boy Captain America, is, is he was asleep for 70 years as of the Avengers. When this movie starts, it has been two years since the Avengers, which means 72 years. One over 72 represents the fraction of moonlight that was awarded to Tahuti when Tahuti had to battle the moon in order to assist Newt in giving birth. Newt wanted to give birth, but Ra told Newt that she couldn't give birth on any of the 360 days of the solar cycle. So Tahuti had to go against the moon in a game of dice, and in so one, one seventy-second, uh, uh, what a fraction of one over seventy-two of the moonlight, and with that one seventy-two, that is equivalent to the number five because it's a five-pointed star, it's a pentagram. Those five days were then added on to three hundred sixty degrees, and that's how we get the three hundred sixty-five days of the year. Those five days gave birth to Asar, Aset, Nebtet, Set, and Heru. Now, how does that equate to Captain America? Well, Captain America, his number one protection or what he wheels around around with him is his shield. His shield is 360 degrees with a five-pointed star dead in the center and three stripes going around it. That represents his 365 that he constantly uses, you know, to get through whatever obstacles may come in his way. So that's just a little bit I want to give to y'all, let y'all know we're going to be talking about Tahuti and the moon energy, um, but a whole lot more, you know, when we touch on Captain America, the Winter Soldier Deported, this time next week, April 22nd. Only on No Ledge Radio. So please tune in. I'll be there. My old soul side. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom is delayed, but they're coming. They're coming. Oh, no. Nah, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Nah, that was that was structured in it. 
Now, I was saying weapons of mass destruction. Weapons of mass destruction are going to be going off next week. Mm-hmm. Son. I'm telling you, this is this is the one. Each one I always say, oh, man, but, but it seems that every time I go in on the next movie, the, the rabbit hole just gets deeper and deeper and deeper, son. And this one, this one is a collection of about four movies and – and the the story that's being told, you know, I mean, it's amazing, man. It's amazing. But uh, you now, know, for anybody who hasn't seen the movie yet, you know, it's it's everything we've been talking about in the conscious community <laughs> for the past I don't know how many decades. Um, but it's just it said clearest day, you know, and um, yeah, we're gonna talk about it next week. Absolutely. KT. KT. Yes, sir. Have you peeped uh, the movie Divergent yet? No, I haven't seen Divergent yet, but uh, everybody is telling me I got to go see it. I haven't been able to fit it in my schedule. I caught uh, Captain America, and then um, I took all my sons to see Rio. Which was was deep deep like crazy. That joint was on point as well, and that that's another thing that ties into the whole Cap Captain America because Captain America was actually introduced by Noah. You know, Noah's all about the deluge, and most people don't know the first animal that leaves Noah's ark is the bald headed ibis. And anybody who knows anything about Kemet, they know that Tahuti is the ibis bird. Uh, Noah also made $44 million, so that was an introduction into Captain America. Then the next movie that comes after Captain America that does second second best to it is Rio, and Rio is a river, you know, all about the waters, you know, and the movie's about these blue macaws, which represent Quetzalcoatl. Um, it, that's the first uh, ruler in Copan and Honduras, and even Tehutiwakan are these uh, blue um, Makoa Quetzalcoatls. So they represent them returning back to their homeland in the jungle of the Amazon um, and exposing the deforestation that's going on down there as well. Um, so that that's in there. And then, and then the funny thing is Rio ended up making, uh, four, I think it was like 41.3 or something. So the, the Rio made 44. Noah made 44, and Captain America made 96.2 in between them. So you got nothing but the 44s being made constantly back to back to back to back to back. So you know it ain't no confusion. But Divergent, I'm going to talk about Divergent when I talk about Spider-Man because Divergent has to deal with the Maxwell uh, Maxwell Field Equations. The Divergence operator has has to deal with um, electromagnetic principles um, in which how electricity operates, you know, in space. You know, uh, you have uh, positive energy which comes out of the divergent uh, operator going out the surface outward into space, and then the electron, the negative energy, it comes back into the divergent towards a source like a sink. It drains into it. So divergence um, deals with energy and Remember, the, the the girl who starred in Divergent, Shailene Woodley, she was Mary Jane Parker in, in Spider-Man for a hot minute. She left Spider-Man to go do Divergent. And Spider-Man is all about Jamie Foxx being Electro and Spider-Man being magnetism. So 
you know, it's, it deals with uh, electromagnetic principles, which is a principle that we've forgotten about, that we need to pick up the books and study, you know, because that's what this universe is based on. And there's a movement going on in science right now where they're abolishing the whole model of gravity being the number one force of, of, of space in the universe and talking about how space is, is an electric sky. Our sun is electric. It's a plasma uh, sphere. And all of the nebula and, and stars that we see are all based on electricity and not based on gravity. So I'm going to get into that, you know, when I touch on Spider-Man in, in a little over a month. But uh, Captain America... Captain America and that Winter Soldier. <laughs> That's going to set it off, though. No doubt. When you check that Divergent out, you going because they got the five, they got the five factions in there, and one of their key phrases. Oh is, yeah, yeah, of of how of how to rebuild. Yeah, I, I know the premise of the film. I know the plot. Yeah. And then you know, I just haven't sat down and watched it play out yet. That ties into uh, the Lego Movie. The master builder. Oh yeah, I, I tried to tell people about that Lego. They were laughing at me. They was like, "You just taking it too far now with the Dakotas." I was like, "All right." Nah, they was going. <laughs> All right, yeah, they went. They went it hard, boy, with that Lego. They were crossing dimensions and the whole nine up in there, son. KT, yeah. which one you want me to watch first? You want me to watch Lego or you want me to watch Captain America first? Which one? What order should I watch? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, Lego, you could probably catch online and watch that in the comfort of your, of your crib. This is what we're talking them. about. I got both of them. You know, Cap, I Cap, got both Cap, you got, yeah. got both. Well, you, well, that, well, all right. Well, the, I'm seeing. Uh, I mean, I'm doing it on uh, next Tuesday, so you got some time watching both. All right, watching both, but definitely watch that Captain before I talk about it next week because you you want to be prepared. You want to be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> But um yeah, like I said, I I I could talk all night. I could go in hard, son. But today's the day of the blood moon. Raku gotta let these people know what's going on. You know, if I got anything to say about the blood moon, you know, and Mars reflecting, you know, the light on us. You know, we talking about initiation. We talking about getting things start started. And if we talking about the bloodstream, we talking about the food that we're eating because when most people don't know is that blood is the real stem cell. Uh, there's no such thing as any stem cells. Stem cells are created from our blood. Our blood turns into the flesh of our body, and when we go into a state of acidity, our body breaks back down into blood. Our blood is created from the food we eat. That's why it's, it's real important to eat chlorophyll because chlorophyll has the same uh, molecular structure as hemoglobin, and the, the main difference really is magnesium and iron. But because our body is able to transmute the elements from, from one element to another, our body can convert magnesium into iron with inside our, uh, our small intestines and our duodenum. So you got to be real mindful about the food you're eating right now as we trans transition into late spring and summer so that your blood can be purified and then your flesh can build so you can be a true master builder because the original building that takes place other than your mind occurs with inside the temple that is your body. 
So you got to make sure that you're eating the proper foods, putting the right thing with inside yourself so that you can build a supreme temple. Absolutely. That, you know, I passed the mic, son. Just be slow. Brother Rao Cool. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. Welcome back to the Radio, brother. You know, your uh, the third pillar never fails, man, to get my mind to racing when he gets to speaking. <laughs> and um, you know, I'm so glad he brought it back, you know, to the blood mode because I was I, instead of focusing on my notes, I was seriously analyzing what he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you dig people. You know, I, every day I got to talk to people, and uh, people are asking me questions, and I, I seldom get the opportunity to just sit back and listen, and at the same time, enjoy. You know, and and, and get into some mental masturbation. You know, for for, for less. Uh, you know, for because I don't have any appropriate uh, other words to describe it as at this moment. <laughs> you know, but the brother really gets yeah. me to going. When he, you know, um, I I want to make some things clear here. You know, because being a, a practitioner and an advocate of this science, cosmophysics, aka astrology to the tenth power, I um I'm constantly running into those who don't understand it yet prejudge it and those who have an enthusiasm for it and don't realize, um, you know, what it really does and what it's actually for because, you know, it points to those things that we need to be looking at. So it is not always, it doesn't point to everything all at once, all at one time, you know, like, you know, because the astrologer would have to be all-knowing, would have to be, you know, uh, omniscient, to be able to apply it to every single thing, you know. But for for the purposes of, of human relationships and human interaction is, is where I specialize with it. So what it means with that regard, with regard to human relations and to, you know, what they call genesiacal in um, astrology, right, that what, what, what pertains to human activity is my, is my focus. Right? I have studied how it affects the world. I have studied how it is indicative on a political level, economic level, all that. But my area of expertise is dealing with the human nature and um, that which pertains to people, living flesh and blood people, <laughs> you know. So, you know, that's where I, I want to focus the, um, the, the dialogue tonight on, you know, human behavior and things of this nature, because it has long since been known that new moons and full moons, you know, register uh, uh, in the human psyche as very active, you know, humans get real active during these times. I mean, so don't every, every, every living thing, you know, and if one would take the time out to to actually focus on recognizing that they would see that to be uh, uh, an actual fact, not a belief. You know, for those who say that astrology can't be proven, I will, I, you know, I dare you to go out in public 
you know, for at least three months in a row and take some notes during the new and full moons. And um, then to do some, do a little bit. It doesn't even require a lot of research on the signs that these new moons occur in. And then tell me it's not provable because it is definitely observable. Right, but for for the purposes of clearing up misconceptions, before we get into the translation of the map that de- depicts the energy and the exchange of energies uh, regarding this lunar eclipse, understand it. It is a, called a blood moon because it turns red. Now this can happen three or four times, sometimes five times a year, and it is a blood moon when it is in Aries. It is a blood moon when the eclipse occurs in any sign when it is a lunar eclipse because a blood moon is just another terminology denoting uh, a full lunar eclipse, all right? So it's not uh, just particular to this one lunar event, to this one lunar process, okay? It is particular to any full lunar eclipse that occurs. Some eclipses are partial some are, are full, and this is a, a full-blown, you know, lunar eclipse. Now, it is occurring in the signs of Aries and Libra, all right? Now, understand what these two signs are pointing at, because, and understand, too, that it's a popular misconception that these planets are the cause and that these motions are the cause of events, and this is not so. They are only timers, Okay? The cause of events are uh, uh, action that occur within your own sphere of existence, you know, actions that you initiate and actions others initiate upon you. This is the cause. You know, motivation and desire is the cause. However, the heavens reflect from the from the, from higher sphere what is intended to be exhibited on this plane of events. And understand that that is like... Um, you know, I don't know how to, what, what contraption to think of, but let me make up one. You know, an alarm clock goes off, and you know it's time to wake up in the morning, okay? So this eclipse occurs, and it lets you know what time it is to be done, all right, what things need to be done. And because it occurs in Aries and Libra, understand what these two signs mean from, from the explanation that is going to come follow, that follows, all right? Aries is about aggression and action and initiation and new beginnings, all right? But it because the majority of people on this planet have not evolved themselves to the higher level of anthropos or, to, you know, to being their higher selves at all times, then we are subject most of the time to the, the negative manifestation of, of what Mars and Aries, pardon me, uh, Aries is indicative of, and therefore it is selfishness, okay? And it is, it is exhibited the plainest by children, you know, when, they, when they're being stingy and when they don't want to share and when they need to be first, and as soon as they see something, they can't wait, right? Because this is that energy in its undeveloped form. And it manifests itself in adults, too, in, in terms of impatience or impulse, or anger, all right? Competition is a neutral, like, uh, um, a mutual manifestation of it, all right? Now, Libra is the exact.
exact opposite of that. So if Aries is offense, then Libra is defense. All right? Uh, Aries is singularity, you know, singular, being one, uh, not necessarily being uh, alone, but being by oneself. Okay? So you can be that, you know, in a crowd of people and still be by yourself. You understand what I'm saying? And where Libra deals with plurality, Mars deals with, I mean, pardon me, Aries deals with, you know, the personal self and how you express yourself, how you move forward, how you move on, anything, your motivation, all right? And Libra represents the re- being receptive to that and receiving that as opposed to putting that out. So this eclipse with the North Node being in Libra with the Moon and Mars is illustrating to us that dynamic and the seesaw in that dynamic and to, to compound the issue, the ruler of Aries, or what we call the chief indicator in cosmophysics, the chief indicator or the or receptacle the where, where the speaker for Aries energy is in Libra, all right? So there's going to be a lot of aggression, a lot of reception, a lot of uh, um, Issues revolving around self and interpersonal relationships. How you express yourself, Aries, in personal relationships, Libra. Okay? And because Mars is in Libra, it brings that energy even stronger in both places. So in your personal relationships, on a general level, it deals with how you're expressing yourself to your partner and what you're holding back, what you're sharing and what you're not sharing, whether it is material or subjective. In other words, whether it is conversation, emotional affection, or whether it is money and actual actions that you need to, to initiate in order to, you know, bring that money into the house and things of this nature. And you're going to be um, in situations where you feel like the other individual your significant other is not doing enough now this isn't the same for everyone because everyone has aries and libra in 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 different places you know for example if if you are an aries but you were born at 12 o'clock noon then this is going to affect your career and your your household but if you are an aries and you were born two hours later then it's going to have its effects on your um Travel your and transportation issues and your day to day contact. Two hours, if you were born two hours later, still being an Aries. So understand that there's uh, more than 144 different variable generalities that we can make here, and I don't have time for all that. So you know, hopefully during the question and answer, we'll get some folks that you know we can address the other areas that I don't touch upon during during the dissertation. Right, but let's go back to analyzing the uh, polarity of Libra and Aries because you know the signs that they're in represent the forms that they're going to take, and the houses that they're in. In other words, where the signs sit in the sky in, in relation to your position on the earth indicate the life areas that will be affected. So you know. To keep it general is like almost impossible, so I have to get, give a few examples uh, with specificity, right? <laughs> and um, 
dog. Let me go back where I lost that thought for a second. Um, all right, just deal with the the polarity of Aries and Libra here. All right, when you when you're dealing, when you see Mars or, or Aries energy because they're similar. Aries being Mars being the uh, the the speaker. Like you know, you got a guitar player. And let that guitar player, he plays the electric guitar. And let that be uh, um, Aries, all right? Then you got Mars, and he's somewhere else in the chart or somewhere else in the sky. Well, that's where where Mars is is where Aries is heard, okay? So this uh, the sun was in Aries with Uranus and Mercury. And what this points to on a psychological level is consciousness, which is the sun. Okay, the sun rises, you know, nature comes alive, and thus it represents our conscious mind, our conscious faculty, all right? And the other two planets there with uh, the sun in Aries is Mercury and Uranus, and these three together, the sun strengthening and giving life and light to Uranus and Mercury, so to speak, is on a psychological level, the intuition and and the rational mind or the verbal expression of one's knowledge, okay, and or, or awareness, okay, and because both of these planets are rule air signs or both of these planets are the chief indicators for air signs, then it makes it even more mental. But the fact that it's in the sign of Aries makes it very active and very forceful and um, can I say very assertive. Okay, and this is an is a is an opposition to the energy in Libra, and what that indicates that opposition indicates are forces that are not working well together. If you if you are handling this from an undeveloped perspective, but forces that will work very well together if you are handling it maturely and and things of this nature. And when we look at relationships and one self uh, uh, expression in a relationship, then you know that what is being spoken on is what is very personal to you, to yourself, and uh, to your own being as an individual, which is Aries, and in dealing with others, whether that is on a professional level or romantic level or, um, or, or how do you say, just everyday, you know, run-of-the-mill type of interaction because it covers and, de- and, and denotes all interactions which require more than one person being active in it. So because Aries is selfish, Aries is um, also self-sacrifice, you know, and, and somebody asked me one time, you know, how could it be self-sacrifice and selfishness, all that once, you know, those are two opposites. Really, they're not two opposites. They are two extremes of the same energy, okay? And, 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 and because Aries is also the soldier, the warrior, the athlete, let me show you how uh, it is both. When you're on the battlefield, if you know anything about war, okay, or when someone is on the battlefield, all right, and, you know, they're fighting, they're fighting for their country. They are sacrificing themselves 
for their people, their culture, their way of life, and that is like the ultimate sacrifice that you can make to put your life on the line for the preservation of others. But, you know, that is self-sacrifice, and you are actually going to war, spilling blood, taking life, making an attack, you know, engaging in a competition that is lethal. And so how can you be selfish at the same time? Well, on the battlefield, you ain't got time to be thinking about them people at home. <laughs> you have to be very concerned about your own personal self, especially if it's hand-to-hand or, you know, uh, 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 it's close enough personal. And even if it's not, you, you still have to be concerned about yourself. When in the middle of the conflict and the heat of battle, you don't have time to look over your shoulder and see if your man is all right because you got two dudes in front of you trying to do you. So there goes... The, the 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 oxymoron. The there goes the uh, the paradox in in it where it's one. It's like one stick with two ends, man. You're so selfish on that because you tra- the, the the law is self-preservation in war, and at the same time, war is engagement in war is the sacrifice for your cause. For others, now, and your cause may or may not be something that you made up. But ninety-nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine times out of out of a hundred thousand, then it's going to be somebody else's cause, or a cause that you were brought into. And this is the Aries paradigm, you know, wrapped up in in humanistic terms. Now, on the other hand, we have Libra, which deals with balance and harmony. Okay, and fairness and equity and equity. What I mean by equity, because some somebody thought I was talking about the money you're supposed to get out of your house after you've owned it for a few years. I'm talking about giving something as due. You know, due credit. When you give credit to someone that is worthy of that credit, then that is equity. When you you um you don't do this in front of children because it wouldn't be fair to them. See, that is an equitable act. Um, uh, you're living with some friends and there's a contribution that should be made because they're extending their hospitality to you. So you just don't take advantage of that. See, this is equity. And it all comes from due consideration for others as opposed to consideration of, of, of what benefits self. It is being mindful of the people that you're interacting with, whether they are your bedmates or just your coworkers, but people that you have to contact and interact with for mutual benefit, for mutual gain, or for a mutual cause. Because where Aries is personal, then Libra is mutual. So issues like that are going to be emerging all over the world because of this, uh, 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 the, you know, the way the world is evolving, first of all. And it, it is being told by the place of the sun and the moon here, all right? Now, I want to elaborate a little bit more about the planet Mars being in Libra because what that says, Mars, the key word for Mars is selfishness, okay? And the key word for Libra is the partner. And with Uranus and Mercury, Mercury is to think, 
you know, any thought process, okay? And Oranos is sudden separations in the sign of Aries is anger. And to put all of that together in a, a constructed sentence is that there's going to be a lot of accusation with regards to selfishness between parties that are working together, okay? And thoughts of breaking the, the bond between them will, will emerge. And, you know, that doesn't really help a lot if you are an Aries or a, a Libra, if you are a Capricorn or a Cancer, because these are the four cardinal signs, which opens the door now to speak about the other influences that are being pointed to in this eclipse chart, because we have what they call a grand cross in astrology. And what it represents is uh, four points in the chart or four signs in the chart that all are 90 degrees apart. And two of the, it's an overlapping of oppositions here. So it's two oppositions and four parties. And if, if I could illustrate it for you, imagine us sitting at, at, um, at, at, at King Arthur's round table, all right? Twelve of us are sitting there at this table, and we have children running around, all right? Because the children would be the planets running around. And the, the, the adults would be those that are seated in the chairs, right? And each adult represents one of the signs of the zodiac. If I'm not going too fast, you need to imagine it like this, okay? Now, I'm sitting in the, the cancer chair, Brother Blue sitting in the Capricorn chair right across from me. Brother Red sitting in the Aries chair, and uh, uh, KT, the optic is sitting in the Libra chair right across from him. Now, KT and Red are 90 degrees from both me and Blue. All right, and Red's child is running around, standing up, uh, uh, standing under the chair or, 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 or next to the chair, ne next to uh, 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 KT, throwing food next to my little cousin, just sitting next to me. All right, that's that's the square aspect, ninety degrees across that table. At the same time, we got uh, behind Blue. Is one of his other uh, uh, cousins, a, a little child, throwing food at both the uh, uh, the child sitting with KT and the child sitting with Red. Now this is the science in in that square. It's like they're all throwing stones or throwing food one at another. You, the individual, has to take these energies and make them work for you. So we have to calm these kids down, and you know, without hurting their feelings and without embarrassing ourselves. And without upsetting the event, we need to bring these children to be in harmony one with one another. So that's what we're looking at. All right? Now, with Pluto in, in Capricorn, we're talking about a transformative power um, in, the in the hands of uh, uh, an experienced individual or uh, a, a very serious individual. All right? And it, what it points to in your own self is the serious person in you, the mature person in you, because we are all 12 signs of the zodiac. All right? So you have to dig deep within yourself and find the most adult part of yourself, the most mature, the most experienced person, the thoughts, and, and the most serious things that you've been through have honed you for the process that this eclipse is pointing to. And this is the part that you got to use to bring about transformation. And Capricorn represents being steady, being patient, 
okay? So they, and with this energy in Mars and Libra, with, with all this energy in Mars and in, 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 in a square to that, in a square to your ability to calm down and be mature about the situation in order to bring about a transformation. And, it, and this, this transformative power is, is not necessarily strictly for oneself here because Capricorn, key phrase for Capricorn is other people. So this due consideration, Libra, that you have to take, uh, um, that you have to undertake in a mature manner, Capricorn, in order not to offend and cause a sudden rift or break in, in Aries. Now, what's really deep is, you know, Jupiter is in Cancer, and that's part of the, that's the last part of that square. This will benefit home and family, or it will come from what you were taught as a child with regards to maturity, impulse, and uh, 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 how did you say? When you think things out, when you take it into consideration first, and that's one way of breaking that square down. Because for the entire uh, uh, five or six months after this eclipse, if the it's, go, it's pointing to, to that entire five months, uh, or even more than five months, but five months of high activity with that regard. Okay, uh, um, with regards to situations where you're going to have to be mature, where you're going to have to play the counselor, not just for others but for yourself, for the benefit of others, for the benefit of house and domesticity and family or m the mother's side of the family even, okay, or women for that matter, you see, because cancer says all of those things. So there, it's a need here to... And from one perspective, control your temper and your uh, um, your impulses, okay? And it's going to be very difficult because the nature of these aspects point to difficulty here, all right? I don't want you to think it's doom and gloom because it's not. You know, the uh, uh, brother um, uh, in my group is... Um, global astrologer, this guy, is, he said something very impertinent. I'm going to bring it into this conversation. Is When you look at, you know, the majority of people on this planet are undeveloped, you know, in, in terms of, um, you know, spirituality. They're not very spiritually cultivated, all right? The majority of people are not. Their desires motivate them as opposed to higher purpose, in other words. Okay, most people are driven by their desires, and most people have not, um, and this is worldwide, right? They, most people have not worked on that part of themselves, okay, to not be driven by their desires. Therefore, when we speak about things in the world that aren't favorable, it's not a matter of doom and gloom. It's a matter of um, who knows and who's being conscious and who's not, you see. And when you're conscious of the fact that, you know, the world is is like a shithole right now, then you can expect the bad things to happen. What we need to have the mind of is what to do to to resolve it, all right? And in 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 as in many oh the brother's name by the way is Theodore White. That's who I was quoting, right? At any rate. Um what to do about it is to use these exact same energies in their most positive. So when the urge to be angry and frustrated cometh about. Needles and pins, count to ten. You know, breathe slowly. Tighten up your abdomen when you exhale and exhale it all. 
and then slowly inhale. You know, slow your breath down because that demon anger needs breath. I got that from Ralph Neef, amen. Okay? It needs breath. It needs air. So choke that dude. You see what I'm saying? And think because Mars is in Libra. The motivation, Mars, to be considerate is going to be there too, represented by the negative circumstances that are thrust upon you. The, the, the offense or the irritation or the annoyance or the lack of motivation, you know, all of that, it will be the reason why you, are, you should be mindful and it will, it will represent the energy that is calling you to exercise that higher part of yourself and be self-sacrificial, Mars, in your interaction. Libra, or to be considerate, Libra, in your acting, in your action, in your assertion, in your point, in the point that you are pressing, Mars. And you can use lessons that you have learned, Capricorn, to transform Pluto, that situation, and it will bring benefit, Jupiter, to your home, to your domestic, to your family, to uh, uh, that which you care about. You see, because this is the, these are the things that cancer represents. And all while the sudden desire to express oneself and blurt out with a decision that, that is made spontaneously exists in Aries. You must use those other three powers within yourself, the power of Capricorn holding the sword of Pluto. You know, that, that, that you must resort to being a mature, adult, the counselor, you dig, as opposed to... Uh, you okay, not opposed to, but you must a express some self-restraint as opposed to being over-emotional, which is Jupiter in Cancer, okay? And these are the keys to uh, taking those energies and reversing it to make it work for you. It's like snake venom, okay? Nobody wants to get bit by a snake, but if you do and the snake is poisonous, then you need some of some snake venom in order to fight that venom. So it's the same thing. You're going to take these energies and you're going to use them for good against the very same energy that will cause you to erupt. All right. Let me say, um, you, can, you can expect accelerated um, changes in the areas of life that this takes place in. Now, let me explain what that means because, you know, everybody knows what their sun sign is. Yeah, I'm an Aries, I'm a Scorpio, you know, I'm a Scorpio, I was born October the 30th. Yeah, I'm an Aries, I was born March 25th. You know, I'm a Taurus, I was born May the 5th. You know, they, really, you're all 12 signs, okay? Really, all 12 signs equally. I can't really even say that because your son is in Taurus, you're more Taurus than anything else. You see? Because if you have a high concentration of planets in Gemini and the sun wherever else, you're going to be more Gemini than, you know, than, than wherever the sun is, than whatever sign the sun is in. So, but understand, you know, if you can't identify your sun sign, then those who are most apt to naturally, without any conscious effort, benefit from the indications and the conditions that this eclipse points to are the air and fire signs, basically Sagittarius, Leo, Aries, and... Uh, Libra, Aquarius, and Gemini, all right? But that does it, that's not excluding everyone else because, you know, you, you may be a, a, a Taurus but have planets 
in those signs I just mentioned, those six signs I just mentioned. And those planets <coughs> are representative of, you know, one aspect of your life or another, you know. So, it, you know, it's kind of hard right now for me to generalize because uh, all I see is like a million people looking at me, you know, saying, Hi, what does it mean for me personally? And personally, I would have to address you. You know, we would have to look at your chart personally and then uh, measure the movement of the eclipse against your own personal chart. Okay? And, you know, so um, let me find something else to elaborate on with regards to this motion here. Okay? Because I did take some notes here. All right. All right. The sun, Uranus, and Mercury in Aries. I was explaining that. Let me elaborate some more on that. Uranus is, uh, for those who um, understand mental faculties and and the power of the human mind, Uranus is intuition. It is the realizing or knowledge of a thing without any exposure to it or any prompt to engage it whatsoever. And, you know, one example I usually give with regards to explaining how the intuition is is a lot of people don't know the difference between their imagination and intuition. Okay, Intuition is a voice that speaks to you, and it always manifests itself in the form of words, not pictures, okay? And it always, always, always comes without prompt. If what you said, oh, I'm, well, I, uh, my intuition is telling me, because you said that, my intuition is telling me that, no, 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 no. Your intuition doesn't respond. It only, it only asserts, okay? So if you recognize that voice that comes out of nowhere without prompt, that is your intuition. And if you, ha- if you, if you and everyone has experienced a circumstance under which intuition occurs, it's never wrong, Okay? If some would say that it is the voice of God in your own psyche, all right? Uh, it is associated with the, with Tahuti and with the angel Jibrael or Gabriel because it's God's messenger. In other words, it always speaks the truth. It is the planet that indicates or points to that part of ourselves which is constantly awake and it never goes to sleep, ever, Okay? Um, In terms of worldly manifestation and human behavior, it is spontaneous. It is science. It is knowing. All right? It is lightning fast. It it is lightning itself in terms of what it points to, what it it is as an archetype or a symbol. All right? It is the sky. It is technology. It is ever-changing. It is electricity. All right? It is high High in the air, not 20 feet, not 50 feet, but 50 stories, 20 stories high. All right? It represents impacts. And, 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 you know, you see the relationship. There is a relationship, what they call, um, uh, what's this word I'm looking for? Affinity between knowledge and a car wreck. You know why? Because when you realize and are enlightened, you are suddenly changed forever. From the very moment that you can call yourself knowing, whatever is not real in that situation, once you know, has been torn to shreds and shattered to bits. The truth will shatter falsehood like a mirror falling from a 20-story building, uh, 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 20 stories from the 24th floor. 
right? And it's always sudden. Well, this is that's the energy that we have in Aries, okay? And it is what you call amplified, see, because Oranos is already lightning fast. Oranos is already points to that which is, which is flash of lightning fast, okay? And with, with, with Aries there, it is active. It is, it is quick because the word for Aries is quick with the word for Oranos is lightning fast. So it comes too fast, too lightning fast. And the and because Aries on this lower vibration represents the angry us. How you express yourself when you're being selfish, when you're being angry? Because when you're angry, it's you. You're the one angry. You're the only one that's being angry unless you are making another uh, or, or engaging or prompting another to be so with you. So you 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 see how this energy can manifest suddenly. And because Mercury is there, which is verbal speech. On one part, okay, uh, in, in, in one term it can be. Then it is the urge to speak impulsively and spontaneously because you're angry. To suddenly realize something and speak upon it out of anger. All right? Now, being in opposition to Mars and Libra, Mars would be then of the offense or offending to the partner, which is Libra. So you may be offended by what your partner did or said. Do not act spontaneously because what you have here to work with are two other arms Pluto in 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 Capricorn which means that you can transform that situation through instruction which is Capricorn through constructive counsel which is Capricorn through patient dealings and action to to transform patient Capricorn to transform Pluto to bring out about or to operate upon is also Pluto to 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 in to perform a surgery, all right, figuratively or literally, all right. And the other arm goes to Jupiter and Cancer. Cancer is the emotional, the nurturing, all right. And Jupiter is to say very. So can Jupiter and Cancer is very nurturing, all right. It's very compassionate, very empathetic, you know. And with Mars in, in the moon in, in Libra, this emotional agitation is what that says on a lower level, but on a higher level, then the, the moon being the representative of cancer says emotions. And in Libra, to be considerate in your emotional expression. You see? And you have to motivate yourself, Mars, to do this because you have to prepare for this now. Because this is a five-month, you know, intestine energy will be manifesting for five months. So you hear it tonight, and you spark tonight, and wow, that was really nice. He, you know, showed us what that meant, and, you know, next week you forgot all about it, man. Don't forget that when you get angry, irritated, and annoyed, that is that tap on the shoulder saying, hey, man, I'm getting ready to, I'm getting ready to test your metal right now. I'm going to test your patience. I'm going to see just how merciful, I'm going to see just how much you really care right now. And it's going to come so quick that average individual, which means nine out of ten of you, are going to react in impulse. So take this advice now, you see. Take this advice and think because you don't want to burn a bridge here. Now this can happen at work, you know, if you have asthma. 
okay? Because I can in, in tell, instead of saying the zodiac sign, I can just give it to you like that because some people don't know what their ascendant is. So me telling them if you're a Scorpio rising, they, they would know, okay? If you have seriously injured your arms or you have asthma, then this will occur with nieces, nephews, co-workers, aunts and uncles, maternal aunts and uncles, or the aunts and uncles that are related to you through the nurturing parent, right, or the nieces and nephews that come to you from the nurturing side of the family, right, from a female, right, or, or nurturing if there's, no, if there's not a female. Because, you know, your younger sibling may be a male and a cancer, right? <laughs> but at any rate, um, you know, it's going to happen at work or in the process of giving or engaging in service or receiving a service, okay? That's the area of life where it will affect those of you who have issues with your arms and lungs. Those of you who have issues with your stomach, and when I say stomach, I don't mean your tummy where your abdomen is, where your bowels are. I mean your stomach literally, the second, the third place that food goes after it goes in your mouth and goes down your esophagus, okay? So acid reflux. Uh, you ever had a stomach virus that you needed medical attention for? These people, or eye injuries, okay? All of that goes together, eyes and stomach, all right? These people who have problems with those organs, okay? If... It happens there, then, then this is in your love life or with your children and with your associates, older brothers and sisters, uncles and aunts are of the di and related to you through the father or the disciplining parents. Now, if you're, uh, let, me, let me put this forth since we're talking about disciplining parents and nurturing parents. If you had one parent, then they were both. That one parent is both. Not literally and figuratively, cosmophysically, in any other way you won't put it, they were both. So, you know, so don't be like, well, my father wasn't a la la. Go to the person who played the father role, all right, because that's what it points to, the disciplining force, not necessarily your biological father, all right? Now, um, going back, if it occurred, if, if you've had issues with your stomach or your eyes, injury to your eyes, surgery to your eyes or your stomach, you have acid reflux and needed medicine for your stomach, or are, are lactose intolerant extremely, then, and you, and you love to travel, okay, then this will occur in your love life or with your children, specifically your firstborn, all right, the, first, the product of the first conception, to be more precise with it, okay. And if you have issues with with your upper back or heart, you've had issues with your spine or your upper back, all right, from a childhood or from, from your youth, or you had were born with a heart murmur or have had some issues with your heart, your cardiovascular main, all right, then this will occur in your home and at work, in your public and in, in your, in your work. And... Uh, Mars and Libra is the, is your public area it denotes, and thus angry anger arguments with partners in public or uh, being stopped by the police. I didn't even imagine. I gotta go all the way back to Mars and Libra with that, because that's police and government, legal situations, okay? Tickets or whatever, fights in public because Mars is in your tents. And, and 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 that's if you have issues with your heart or your upper back. And I'm just keeping this really short. Okay, so when we when we start to take the callers, you can tell me what your physical issue is. I don't need to know your name, so you can keep it personal and still be public with it, right? <laughs> and and you know we can we can get into it a little bit. If you've had issues with uh, let me see what they got here with your tummy now, your bowel movement, like 
you know, constipation or a hernia or appendicitis or hemorrhoids, seriously, okay? And I mean not late in life, but, you know, as a youth, as a child, between the ages of 0 and 15, all right, these afflictions, these physical afflictions that I'm referencing, all right? Then, then it will affect you then in terms of coworkers and uh, associations and networking, Okay, and it will come from friends or while you're with your friends or in a circle of your associates, all right, and people you look up to, all right, not necessarily your day-to-day contact when I say associates, okay, and when we, when, if, when and if you are one of those that have issues with your lower back or have had kidney or urinary tract infections or issues with your urinary tract or your lower back and let me remind you again, this is early, not something that you did at work that injured your lower back or something you did while working out, but something that comes without you having to do any strenuous exercise. You, your lower back ain't, you know, up to par or your your um, <coughs> lower lumbar region in your back has experiences aches and pains or uh, some form of affliction in your youth. Then it will affect you then in your money house and in your shared resources. Okay, whether it is with an intimate partner or a professional business partner, okay, your equals, uh, um, equal contributors are where you're going to need an equal contribution. This is where it will manifest. And you'll start to see it when you notice that in, this, in these environments that I'm pointing out for all of you, it, it, you start to feel annoyed on a regular basis. In the last couple of days, this nigga been getting on my nerves. Well, there it goes, right there. Showing his ugly head, all right? If you have had issues with your reproduction, reproductive organs, all right, and you tend to be quite impulsive and people have throughout the course of your life accused you of being selfish, now is the time to get that in order and to be specifically you be more aware and um, more considerate. Even if you're not going to change your course of action that brings about the displeasure from your significant other or mutual companion. Right? Even if you have no intention or desire on changing your 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 course, you know, whatever you're doing is pissing them off, then you need to explain it and to bring it to them in a manner that is mature and that is kind and, and, and benevolent and merciful, okay? In order to bring transformation to that and and to be able to continue doing what you're doing. You know, it's important that in all areas of conflict, because we're dealing with Aries, and all areas of conflict that come upon us suddenly, that we keep our cool. Because, you know, to an extreme, it could be life or death, and that's figuratively as well as literally. So it, because around us represents accidents and collisions and impacts, all right? And it is at a almost a, a perfect square with a, 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 well, not almost perfect, it's, it's, it's close enough, though, to be uh, with, 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 with Pluto to indicate an injury or something that requires something severe enough to require medical attention, all right? Now, on a figurative level, and it can cause some very, very hurt feelings, some very deep resentments, more so than usual because an eclipse is, as Coach Kair said, another new moon or new, another full moon. And we, we get those once every 29 days. Actually, we get both of them every 14 days, one behind each other. 
14 and a half or 14 and three quarter days, okay? And so understand that, you know, these are the things, they are pointing to the things that emerge every month, really, okay? Now, what's deep is an eclipse points to or, or is like that energy intensified. If you remember the show that we did November the 27th of 2012, I believe, right, with Lloyd Strayhorn, you know, we were able to look and see how Sagittarius and Gemini in the world, it took place in school, Sagittarius, Gemini, dealing with with communications and, and, and students. Okay, just so in this paradigm, we're looking here at Libra, which is partnerships and Aries, one's own personal expression in them. And everyone feels the impact of this. So you don't have to be Aries and Libra because you have Aries and Libra somewhere in your chart. So one-twelfth of you is Aries and another twelfth of you is Libra. If you have Libra in the second place, then then you're Libra with your money. If you if you have it in the third place, then you're Libra with your brothers and sisters. If you have it in the house of love, then it's with children and with your lover that you are a Libra. So you still have all of these qualities. You will be touched by this energy, by what it's pointing to, either directly or by third party. It, you know, that doesn't exclude you, you know, even if you're third party. Let me get back into a little bit more what Libra represents here. Right, Libra is you know not just partnership, okay, but it is the um, cooperative factor. See, so it doesn't have to be your business partner or your wife or husband or your spouse. It doesn't have to be your spouse at all, you know. But it, it, it is going to point there a little bit, so we can, so we don't discount it. But it doesn't have to be. There it can be anyone upon whom you need assistance for a mutual action. Anyone. Because that's what Libra points to. It points to everything where harmony and mutual action is involved. But on the lower end, it also points to uh, uh, open enemies. Now, how could it point to open enemies and your partner at the same time? You know, when a lot of astrologers will tell you, yeah, the seventh house represents partnership, and it does. But more more than that, it also represents open conflict, mutual enemies. You ever heard that? saying it takes two to argue, it takes two to fight. So at least two, okay, it takes two opposing forces to fight. And the, and therefore, Libra and Aries cannot be separated. That cooperate, you know, we're going to fight. There, there needs to be cooperation, <laughs> even yeah, though we're going against one another. Excuse me? It's still a relationship. It's still a dance. It's still a dance of energy. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's right. All right, but to, to to break it down to its lowest crucible, all right, it is that which brings out the best in you. That's what your partner is, and that's what your worst enemy, your open enemy is. Your open enemy brings the best out in you because never are you more alive than when you're fighting for your life, you see. Never are you uh, 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 at your lowest point when, you, when you're fighting to survive. So when you're engaged in open conflict, then this person is going to bring the best out of you. At least he should. If not, you're a coward, which is the opposite of Aries. You see, Aries is courage and bravery, and Libra then represents the coward. Not saying every Libra is a coward. That's not my point. We're just looking at what these things point to in the human character universally. You see? And now, this need to cooperate or need to 
administer oneself and, and express oneself in a calm manner illustrated by just that configuration alone, those four planets all in a square one to another. But those aren't the only um, elements here, okay? You have another element in this chart that is um, Neptune and Venus in Pisces. And that's a very strong, very strong indication of how quietude can work for one's profit. Because Neptune is the sword of Pisces. It is the amplifier for Pisces. And it is in Pisces. So it's going to be extra loud, you know. And therefore, Pisces and Neptune both point to secrecy, to privacy, to quietude and solitude, to hiding things, and to keeping things back for the sake of, of sympathy and compassion, okay? And this is augmented and... Um, uh, enhanced and amplified by the fact that Jupiter is in Pisces' sister sign, which is Cancer. So uh, a need to be very emotionally, affectionately, and, and sympathetically understanding and compassionate is what that entire thing represents. And with Venus in Libra, I mean, pardon me, with Venus being the the amplifier of Libra, okay? And Libra holding Mars, this means that the, the, the relationship is going to reach a point of intensity that need be uh, dealt with in terms of compassion and kindness. Okay? And this um, is not just like I said, it's not just with relationships. It is also when you see someone that needs your help through cooperation then you should be the Aries, the sun being the focus of self, right, in this symbol, in, in its own symbol. And in Aries, calls for one to initiate the action. Don't wait until you're asked. You know, when you see somebody that needs some help, give it up. Use this energy here in a constructive manner. Your partner needs some assistance, you know, understanding you and internalizing that energy and not letting it out it's not how it should be done, but unless you can't express it in kind, gentle manner, then hold on to it. Because, you know, silence is golden. With Neptune and Venus and Chiron, right? Chiron represents uh, traumatic trauma, okay? Tra traumatic experiences and how you deal with it, how you uh, treat yourself consequently, subsequent to the trauma, all right? And... It represents trauma emotionally, psychologically, as well as physically, okay? So when people say, oh, oh, you know, words don't hurt, yes, they do, you know, because if your mother told you since you were a child that she hated you, you would grow up to be quite spiteful, and that is a hurtful thing. If you were physically mistreated for a great portion of your life, then you, that's a, that's a hurtful thing. You have to learn to deal with that, and how you would is indicated in your chart by the place of Chiron. Okay, so be careful that you administer yourself in a, a kind and gentle fashion because that's what Pisces points to and with Neptune in. And this will be medicinal to your uh, uh, situation, to whatever the confrontation is or the, conf uh, or the conflicting emotions that manifest, how they come about. It is not enough to be patient and to be tactful. You must sincerely be caring, Jupiter, in, in Cancer, and sympathetic to the emotions of your partner, Venus, in Pisces. And what we call that in um, cosmophysics is a, an exaltation. 
Venus is very strong there in the sign of Pisces because Pisces represents that emotional link that y'all have, that emotional psychic understanding of each other that you have. And because Venus is there, it's pointing to the relationship. It's pointing to money as well, Venus, okay? So to put away some money for a project that needs be initiated that will benefit the home and that must be uh, 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 executed over a long-range plan with the cooperation of others is uh, another way to break down that four-angled square right there. I just put it into words, you know. And um, those of you who are having legal issues, me being one of them, you know, this is uh, pointing to legal situations true justice and dealings with uh, people who seek to enforce policy, whether they're police, your, your bosses, your supervisors, your superiors, or someone else, okay? It has everything to do with the enforcement of policy and uh, whether it is you enforcing your own policy, initiating your own policy, or someone initiating their policy or, or enforcing their policy upon you, it is still there to be, uh, it is still an action, and it will still require patience, maturity, understanding, empathy, and and a a high degree of sympathy, all right? If if any one of you can recognize your intuition, okay, that voice that comes out of nowhere, then this is the time to initiate and use that, okay, because uh, it's in Aries, which means initiate, to bring about, to, 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 uh, to push forward, to be assertive, to motivate. And it is also, uh, you can say, a, a motivation uh, to let your partner know what they need to know in order to resolve the issue. You know, if you don't bring it forth, they'll never realize what they're doing is eating you up, you know. And and so it is. Whether this is your uh, your supervisor, your 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 professor at school, uh, your coworker, or or your day to day contact, it really doesn't matter. But let me go back to the signs now. Pardon me for being all over the place. All right. Um, if you have issues with um, you ever injured your upper leg, or you had issues with your blood flow, or your uh, circulation or your liver or you've had pain in your sciatic nerve, you know, in your youth be, between birth and age of 15, right? You have any scars or tattoos on your thighs, all right? Then it's highly likely that this energy will manifest for you in um, in your private affairs and with with dealings with coworkers or with regards to services rendered or received. That's where this is going to manifest, all right? And, you know, this. And fortunately, you know, nothing happens at the snap of a finger. Everything happens as a result of a process. So you can see it start to happen. You know, you can see it start coming your way. You'll see it, you know, when you're seeing a lot of, you'll see it on your red days and on your uh your light color days. When I say light color, I mean pastel colors, pink, light green, right? Jungle green, fluorescent colors, right? When these colors are prominent in your environment and, and when red is, and these days will come 14 days apart, all right? 14 and a half, 14 and three quarters of a day, between 14 and 15 days, let's just say, right? So if you take notice of, damn, 
you know, all day a day, man. I've had to stop at the intersection so ambulance can go by, so fire truck can go by. I had to, you know, I had to go around this emergency scene or whatever happened. You know, that's a red day, okay? You 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 find yourself in a part of town this week when, uh, uh, you know, where most of the buildings and signs are red. Then you know you're having a red day, and you're not normally there. You not no don't normally have to be there, but this part of the week, this time of month, you need to be there, and that's where you need to go. And and you see a lot of people wearing red too, as well as the light green and the fluorescent days, which would be fourteen days later. Now you now that you have that note, look for those red days, and then look fourteen days later for the pastel colors. Guarantee you gonna see them. Okay. <laughs> Guarantee it, really. All right. So these will be the days and the times upon which the impulse and the urge to act spontaneously or to, you know, without very little, for- I mean, with very little forethought, engage in activity or remark or speaking. These can be the most uh, uh, um, challenging times as well as the most injuring times. Okay. So be mindful of that on your black days. Because Capricorn is black, so you see a lot of, when I say black, I really mean neutral colors. So anything from white to black, white, gray, black, silver cars, it's still gray. You understand what I'm saying? So white, black, gray, and any other dark, dark, dark color, like pine needle green or money green, as opposed to uh, light green or as opposed to grass green because those aren't dark colors. We're talking about if you could take a picture at night of the forest, you know, what you would see, navy blue, like almost black, you know, dark, dark, dark green, like, you know, these colors, dark brown and any shade of white to black, all right? These will be your Capricorn days. These will be the days where transformation can take a stronghold, where it's best to implement that constructive, transformative plan, that timing, that that, uh, steadfast maturity and discipline, all right? Your calculative moment, uh, uh, your, your, your moment to exercise your calculative thought, to steady your mind and meditate if that's, if you're going to stay at home, all right? Because that's the energy that you're dealing with, that which needs to be stabilized, and that's what needs to be settled, all right, and executed, all right, because these are all key words for that sign. And that sign and its ruler are in force when you see these colors in your environment, all right? If you have issues... With your um, with your knees, all right. Then this is going to manifest uh, your knees and or your teeth, all right. Uh, your bones and joints, like arthritis or rheumatism, or you know when you were younger, you you know you had braces or you know you had to have uh, surgery done on your teeth, all right. Then and you're very talkative, all right, and um, you are very communicative, and you know quite the storyteller, right? Then this this will manifest itself in your your in the house of peers whom are older than you or the whom you look to for guidance in your networking endeavors. And aunts and uncles from the disciplining parent, it will manifest um in your circle of friends as well as your love life. Okay? Yeah. If you have issues with your lower legs 
and or your ankles, you've twisted your ankles quite frequently or you broke an ankle or you have scars on your lower legs that are, you know, that needed medical attention or issues with that part of your body, as well as the coxal bone, right, which is the tailbone. You've fell on that. You're prone to car accidents. You, you know, you've been in a couple fender benders. Even if you weren't hurt, you, you've been in, you, you wrecked a few machineries. Uh, you're not good with computers, <laughs> you know, and that don't mean that you're not good using them. You're not good with them. You, you go through 12 of them a year you know, stuff like that, then this will hit you in your public life, your career, your aspirations, and in your domestic situation, okay? And be mindful, y'all, that the eclipse occurs uh, about a week after after those things in motion that the eclipse is pointing to is occurring. So these things have been manifesting for the last seven or eight days already. You know, they just haven't become over, overtly apparent, but they are there simmering right now. And, you know, if you if you pour air through your nostrils hard enough, you'll smell it. <laughs> All right? Um, if you had issues, let me see, did I go through the whole thing? No. Right, that was cancer. Um, yo, if you've injured your feet, your toes, you know, um, had issues with athlete's feet or, or um, broke a foot before or uh, experienced pain, you can't stay on your feet for long, okay? Then you, this will manifest in your financial areas and in the place of shared resources, okay? And um, where you, there will be a strong need for, for, for mutual consideration on your part because these, these people tend to be very uh, personal-minded, you know, for lack of a better word. You know, I could say selfish, but when it comes to their money, it's me first. When it comes to things that need to be shared, it's always me first, you see. And this is a test for them extremely, all right. And it would, it would, be, it would behoove these people to, to save some money for, for you know for a few months down the line because they're going to need it really bad you know and if you've had issues with your head and or your left ear like sinus allergies or you've been hitting the head or you get stitches in your dome or you know your face ha- ha- has been injured at some point in your life that required medical attention whether you went to the doctor or not you know um if you frequently have migraine headaches or occasionally, periodically is a better better word, periodically, and you have it on a periodical basis or sinus issues on a periodical, then this is going to touch you in the place of, um, oh, in your money house and your shared resources as well, okay? And you'll notice for each sign, um, two signs will share two places. In other words, Libra and Aries, Will, will will feel it the most in by by means of what they're confronted with both of them because it is is happening in both those signs, all right. Uh, uh, Pisces and Virgo will feel it in there with money and partners like that, you know. And um, I did all the signs by the way, okay. And, and you know, so Gemini and Sagittarius will both feel it in the area of friends and the area of love. However. Uh, Sag has Aries in the place of love, you see? So, you know, uh, uh, they are the ones that are pointed to and are accused of being selfish in love, okay? They are the ones who have the hyperactive children, you see? So, uh, and because Libra is their house of friends, then they'll see this manifest in those two areas of life. And 
Um, when I describe the body parts, I, you know, everyone can identify who they are by that, you know. And, you know, after that, after, you know, after four or five months, hit me up on Facebook and let me know, you know, how it went. You dig? Peace, Lord. Yo, Rock, <clears throat> Rock, cool. I got a quick question for you. Okay. Um, a lot Wait, of Christians, a lot of Christians, uh, there's been a lot, and I know the Peels probably saw this on Instagram, but it was a lot of Christians or a lot of preachers and everything using the Bible and a bunch of quotations around this red moon. Can you shine some light on why the Christian faith has been paying so much attention to this red moon? I absolutely cannot. Uh, and literally am not capable because I have no idea from what perspective they were um, they were they were using. I can say this that I have read uh, in the Quran, and I think I've read somewhere in the Bible where it talks about the moon turning red and blue. And, oh, oh, um, pardon me, the moon turning red and it being a blood moon or as red as blood. Okay, and uh, I can say that both of those two scriptures you know, are very strongly influenced by astrological symbolism. We can pull all kinds of astrological symbolism out, and it's not even difficult, you know. Like Jesus, the light of the world, having 12 companions, yeah. and the sun, which is the literally the light of our world, having 12 mansions to run through. Moses being the enlightener of his people, having 12 tribes, and the, uh, and the sun has 12 groups of stars that he goes through. You understand? You know, <laughs> so, you know, uh, um, it goes on and on. But I understand that whatever can be used by any orator, all right, to motivate the people will be used. You know, that I know from just simply education observation. You know, while while they will use that and then turn around and condemn the application of astrology is beyond me. So I can't elaborate on that any, any further than that, bro. Because I don't have the knowledge for that. Appreciate that. Yeah, hello. Indeed. Yes, yeah. sir. Mainly, um, in my observation, what it speaks to every time that they say that uh, that they're looking in the Bible and they're finding biblical codes and things of that nature, the only thing that they could be doing is interpreting Demetria. So when they're saying that the Bible has a codex, they're telling you that the, the Bible has a numerical story that's being told and, and the story is coded with numbers and numerics. So what's very interesting about the preachers and the Christians raving about this particular moon is it the, the story that they concocted around why this particular set of moons is so special. It's a doctor's story. It's one that they actually made up. So the key in the question is why are they making these stories up to coincide with a particular energy? And a particular energy, of course, that I'm speaking about is the law of 44. So they're saying that this set is the fourth set of four blood moons, okay, but the first one starting, you know, yesterday or, or this morning, coinciding with the one-year anniversary of the Boston bombing, which was a bombing that also was signal on the number 44. So 
So what do they say? They said that there's, you know, four blood moons in this particular tetrad, right? And what are the mm-hmm. dates of these blood moons? What are the fucking dates of the blood moons? <laughs> I got those right here if you want to hear them. Huh? You, yes. you need to know those dates? Um, I would love to hear them. Yeah. Let me find it because I did write that down. Okay. Yeah. the The first one was, uh, yes, yeah, was April the fifteenth um, at two o'clock, yes. in, approximately two o'clock in the morning last night uh, here uh-huh. on the East Coast. All right. Um, the next one would be October the eighth in the sign of Libra. Right. Of uh, two thousand fourteen. Right. The one after that would be Which April fourth in the sign of Aries. Wait, April what? April the 4th of 2015. Roughly uh, okay. uh, next year this time. Right. So we're going to have a 4-4 yeah. moon a year from yeah, now. Yeah, and, 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 and that will be in September, September 28th. Say again? No, I say it's the third moon in this particular set of four moons. And it's yeah, the four, third four. one will be on April the 4th. Yeah, 4-4. Four, right. four. In the sign of and Aries, that's your ascendant, bro. Yes, brother. Yes, indeed. Yes, sir. So if we we know, it, it, October it, it, 8th one, if we look at the October 8th one, we see that that's an 88, okay? Because we could go with the Oc, we know what the Oc represents. So indeed. we see these 88s, we see these 44s in this particular set. And then you come down, and the last one is September 28th, 2015. Well, hold on. Let me point out that, that, that uh, you know, 44 is Damu. It is the uh, it is blood, right? One of the key words yeah. in, in the Gematria, right? It, it, it is in the sign of Aries as well, which is also blood. 44, you know. 44 means Aries. It means Mars. It means blood. It means dam. Okay, speaking about his connection to Noah, you know, the connection to Noah, the movie, the moons, you know, all of that can be explained utilizing the law because it all falls in line with the law of 44. The director of the movie, Noah, is the same person that made the movie Pi. The movie Pi has the key to the law of 44 inside of it. He put it in the movie. And he explains why it encompasses everything in existence. Encoded right there in those two numbers. And the palindromes. This is a palindrome week that we're in. This entire week is a palindrome. Um, they find that word, bro. I'm not, I'm not familiar with that word. Palindrome, palindrome are numbers that are mirrors of one another. Okay. So I like that. 44 is a mirror P-A-L-I-N-D-R-O-M-E. Palindrome. All right. Will you drop a bomb on yourself? Will you drop a bomb on yourself, please? Drop a bomb on yourself, please. Okay. All right. How sick is it that, you know, this entire month is just enraptured in this 44 energy from, you know, 4-4 and the Captain America and all the 44 significance 
that tied into the brothers going to break it down on the 22nd of the 4th of this the month. The shootings that went down in New York just recently. Okay. You know, yeah. um, you know, all the violence, you know, Aries and Mars. Oh, yeah, uh, all the violence, violence popping off the, uh, the, the bus crash is significant because bus is 22, as we showed you. Blackjack 21, bus is 22. You always see the bus with the 22 connection with it. That's why they showed you. Now, uh, the, the that points also to Uranus. That points also to Uranus and Aries, that bus crash. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, and be mindful, this is going to do the ripple echo, the echo of this uh, event is going to manifest for the next five months. Putting it on a worldly scale, we can see military movement, the initiation of, of the war machine and government, and military and political issues coming to the fore, dealing with leaders and administrators, specifically losing their place, you know, or having to resign or being, you know, un- uh, uh, abrupt circumstances having to be dealt with in that realm. You know. Right. Right. So even back to the uh the Christian's prediction about this particular day in the book that was written by uh Reverend Hagee, you know, in this book he also says that the last series of Tetras, the four full moon series, happened within a uh the the first series Kicked off in 1492/93, and the thing about this is they juxtapose the dates. On every time he said that this, this particular occurrence was tied to a moon, this particular occurrence did not happen on the exact date of that moon. It just happened around that time. But he's attributing, I guess, what we would call that shadow to these particular occurrences. So he said in 1492, the way that they're reporting it, they said the expulsions of the Jews from Spain. They said 1948 is when the Jews founded the uh, State of Israel and it was accepted and recognized. 1967 was the Six-Day War, okay, where they established the statehood and everything and um, or the the new the new uh, definition of of the lines that comprise what they call Israel. And the thing that's interesting in about the Six-Day War is that the Six-Day War started on June 4th, okay? And if we count the months as they are, as the Jews count them, in March being the first month, we know that, you know, June will be the fourth month, and that within itself is also a mirror of the 44, because you got to take these calendars and know that October is the 8th and September is the 7th, and November is the 9th, and death is the 10th. And that's a logical way to count if that's what it's speaking to. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of 44 energy that they've utilized and they're trying to pull with these uh, concocted stories about these moons or how, you know, how they're are, supposed to be. No, go ahead. Continue. My fault. No, I'm just speaking about the way that they are using you know, their own form of cosmophysics to try to line themselves up with the energy yeah. of this particular yeah. cycle. We are in we are in an age, all right, and I'm not referencing the uh platonic I'm ref uh, uh Plato's 
the the I'm not referencing the procession. I'm I'm referencing the the yugas. We are in an age where violence and um, you know war and upheaval it will be prominent and intense. Okay, and and be yeah. and this is because um, of that, that you know human development and consciousness is at that point where these things need occur and be confronted with and dealt with in order to improve the human condition on a collective, right? Right. So as, as bad right. as it looks, it's, it's, it is really good. If you if you can recall, um, you know, what good comes out of it is that you pass the test, that you survive the odds, that you overcome the the uh, lower urges, okay? So without the, the negative influence, then there's, without the stone, there's nothing to sharpen the agreement store, uh, for, <laughs> in other words. Hey, Mr. Psychic. Hey, Mr. Psychic. I mean... <laughs> I ain't mean to interrupt, but um, I'm trying. I was just waiting for a little opportunity to hit you with this other alley oop. As I stated earlier, when I came on the show, that you know you got these sensationalist sidewalk astrologers trying to sell you that cut dope. And the reason I love the format for KTL is when the listening audience comes on and gets it fresh. You know what I'm saying? When you when you hit that loud. You know that everybody else got that backyard boogie. You'd be like, that ain't real. That ain't no real dope. This that this that real over here. This is I ain't coughing. I'm hitting that I ain't even coughing. So this last piece I wanted to just ask you about was um they're telling everybody, oh, the Cardinal Square is not coming until the twentieth. It's not coming until the twentieth, but what they mean is at thirteen degrees, once again, there's another 44, because if I got four planets at 13, one plus three equals four, and that's four plus four plus four plus four. There's another 44, which falls on the 20th of Taurus, which is, which is I mean, the 20th of April. So you got another 44 that falls on April the 20th. So, and the sudden change I wanted you to build on was, the I think it's the fifth of seven squares with the Uranus, the Uranus Pluto squares. Everybody been talking about. Can you build on that? Because um, that's kind of like what you were saying, but you didn't really call it. You know, I, I wanted you to for the for the record. Right. I wanted you to call it for the record because you just described get into that. the Uranus Pluto square, and so now we are at the one, two, three, four. We are at the fifth of seven on April the twentieth. 2014. So since you were already yeah. was in, that, that's why I said you missed a psychic. I was just getting ready to throw that pass out there. But um, can you talk a little bit more about that upheaval? Because since these are two slow planets, slow grinds, you know, we've been in a binding position for so long that we've needed the assistance of heaven to help us, you know, make this particular adjustment in our own human evolution and our spiritual evolution. Can you build on that Uranus and Pluto square real quick before the uh, pills start taking calls? Well, indeed, Lord. I um, I wasn't going to get into that on purpose, <laughs> but uh, uh, but I don't have a problem elaborating on it. You know, it, it, it is uh, very key to those people born in my generation specifically, okay? And it deals with... Um, Impulse and patience because it's in Aries and Capricorn. Well, let me address what you said 
uh, from the beginning, if I if I may, right? Um, the Grand Square is is all I was elaborating on in the beginning. You know, I didn't use any. I tried not to use uh, astrological terms for the layman. All right, but um, that part of the square specifically deals with uh, maturity and immaturity, the baby and the adult in you. Aries being the immature, impulsive, uh, selfish, you know, uh, uh, aspect, and Capricorn being the developed, mature, experienced, learned, patient individual or in you, okay? And Pluto being there represents the transformational aspect of that adult character or mature character. And Orano's dealing with the spontaneity uh, in Aries. There need be a balance there, okay? Because uh, squares are, they indicate energies that don't work well together unless you are putting forth a, a, a high degree of energy or effort, okay? And uh, a square for, for, for the layman to explain this is you want to start a fire with two pieces of wood. You have to rub them together at 90 degrees, you can't rub them together at 120 degrees and 60 degrees one to another. You, it must be at 90 degrees. If you are a boxer, you know that that straight punch, whether it's a jab or, 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 or a right cross or a left cross, that it must flush, hit it straight on at a 90-degree angle in order for maximum impact. If you're a martial artist, it's the same thing. You want to block a punch or a kick. It's most effective if you strike that... Uh, 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 um, that attacking blow, that if you hit that or, or block it at a 90-degree angle, right? If you want to break something, then hitting it at a 90-degree angle is the easiest way to break it, all right? Understand that that is how that, that geometry has a law that permeates creation with it. Anywhere you find a square, you find a, a force that can be resisted or that, offers friction or resistance, all right? And because Pluto and Uranus are square now, those people who were born with it conjunct back in the 60s, those who are between the ages of 45 and 55, are, are really going to feel the impact of what this eclipse points to more so than others. And you might want to give it a few years more than the 10-year the, the, the span that I just gave because they were, they were in the sign of Virgo for more than 10 years. Actually, Uranus was there for seven, but Pluto was there. And those born under its influence, right, or under its indications, are the ones that are going to experience it. Capricorn represents your professional life and attitude, and Aries represents your personal expression, as I said earlier, and how you uh, bring things about or penetrate a circle to initiate a specific action. That would be Aries. And... Because what is square there, you have the planet of friends. And transformation is of the other planet involved. So through your networking, through your associates, through your allies, they, this is going to be realized and, and brought to the fore. Another energy that it manifests is, unfortunately, for those who didn't want to hear, the bad part, de Pluto is death and Uranus is accidents. Okay, and specifically... Death by impacts, so crashes, plane crashes, uh, bombs and explosions, right? Sudden 
uh, uh, events that occur of, of, of a violent nature that can bring damage to the stability uh, of a nation, a people, or a person. You see? That is what it indicates. And you can't ignore the other two angles involved in that because it has everything to do, you know, that it's just, it's just not operating by itself, in other words. So when you, when you ask me to focus on that square alone, it can't be left alone. You have to look at what else is doing in the chart right along with it. You get me? Did you get something from that? Oh, I smell you. I smell you totally. Absolutely. No, I just wanted to go on the record because um, a couple months ago there was um, some talk by Brother Mitchell Gibson about the absence of melanated astrologers at professional astrological conferences um, across the United States. And I had contacted one and um, one of the heads of one of these organizations and her premise was that, you know, she had no knowledge of any African-Americans or melanated beings, you know, on her radar for over 30 years, you know, who were really contributing outside of maybe one or two people. And, you know, I was like, well, if you ain't looking for them, you know, then of course you didn't see them. That's why I wanted you to go on the record, you know, not only for the layman, but as well as, you know, the... Um, advanced astrologer as well, as well as so we can add champagne to campaigns of those listening so they don't get caught up with these charlatan sidewalk astrologers. They need to really see. Well, I can tell you like this here, bro. <laughs> reason why there isn't any black people on their panel is the same reason why black people or, or, or people of, 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 the, of a high concentration of melanin, African descent, aren't exalted in Hollywood, man. You know, you will come up with this garbage. All the astrologers I know, uh, uh, nine out of ten of them are melanated. <laughs> so when she says it's just not aware that there are any, they're we all over the place. I got a good case of that. When I went to California and uh, on this uh, last year, and I never met so many people of our people that were overtly aware of it. And they knew where their moon was and where their, where their planets were and all of that stuff. So, you know, there is, racism occurs in every uh, um, hierarchy in this, in this nation, you know. And in the world, because the Europeans uh, have a stronghold on economic advancement and technology right now, so, you know, there aren't any so-called black astrologers because of that. And that's the only reason. Peace, peace, peace. Peace. Indeed, indeed. Well, they're definitely going to take note for Cosmo positions because, you know, I definitely have a very good feeling that this, this show will grow wings and make it to the necessary ears that it's intended for. Well, I want to take this moment this, um, to, um, to, dr to drop yeah. my phone number, okay, Please because, do, yeah. you know, I have, I have 
reserved, you know, I, my time and energy just to elaborate on this eclipse and how it will affect people personally, all right? You can call me at 516-881-6992, all right? That's 516-881-6992, right? To set up an appointment, to get a reading of how this is going to affect you. And it doesn't make a difference what your sign age is, all right? It will be shown pertinent. And I'm doing a 30-day schedule for you so you can see exactly what areas and, and, and what will be affected. No doubt. Don't cheat yourself. Right, Don't cheat yourself. Treat exactly. yourself. That reading from Rod Koo. Don't cheat yourself. Treat yourself. Exactly. So, you know, you want to take some calls, Lord? Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right. So let's, let's go to call up from the 410. 410845 caller. Face. All right. One second. Computer's going through the motions. Open up Red's line. Red, you there? Peace. Red, are you there? I'm here. Right, I'm here. Yeah, let's go to another line. Let's go to... And then when we come back from that, we'll start with a caller from 864313. All right, Coach Kaya. I'm in the building. You want to do the honors? It's been a minute. But it's like getting back on a bicycle. Can I get everybody to sit up on the edge of their chair? Place your feet flat, shoes off if preferable. And take a nice deep breath and pull the shoulders up to the ears. Exhale out the mouth and drop the shoulders. Inhale and pull the shoulders up to the ears, through the nose. And exhale out the mouth and drop the shoulders down as far as possible. And one last big inhale. Lifting the shoulders to the ears. And exhale out the mouth. Dropping the shoulders and relaxing. Make sure the spine is slightly straight. The jaws are relaxed. Each inhale, the abdomen is expanding. Each slow 
exhale, the abdomen is going back towards the spine slowly. Nice, slow, big, full inhale as the stomach expands through the nose. Big exhale out the nose as the stomach goes back towards the spine. And feel your body being surrounded in red luminescent energy. The color of deep royalty surrounding your body on each inhale. Feel every cell in your body being filled with power, being filled with the power of the full moon. Pay close attention to your feet and feel your feet filling up with power. Pay close attention to your ankles and feel your ankles filling up with power. Pay close attention as the energy rises up your calf muscles, filling up with power. Pay close attention to the energy rising over your knees and slowly into your thighs as you fill up with power while you are still breathing naturally. Slowly feel the energy rise over your sexual organs and up through your lower back, filling up with power. Feel your lower abdomen and your small intestines up through your lower rib cage, filling up with power. Slowly feel the energy rising up through your lungs and your heart, through your kidneys, all the way up to your collarbone, feeling yourself fill up with power. Continue to inhale as you feel the power rising up your shoulders, the front of the neck, the sides of the neck, and the back of your neck, up into your jaw bones and your lower ear lobes. And feel the power rising up through your nasal, cav- your nasal cavity and your eyes, your forehead, all the way up to the crown of your body. A nice smooth power, a racing red power, a calm red power of potential energy. Feel a sense of every inhale being filled with confidence, being filled with courage, feeling a change coming over your entire being, your entire spiritual state, your entire physical state, every component is anewed with fresh 
healing red power. Feel this energy lifting above the crown of your head and making its way to this glorious, bright, full moon. Feel this energy being transferred from every cell in your body, traveling up the silver cord that has never been cut all the way to the moon and impregnating the moon with your power. Feel the moon accepting your power. And as you inhale, feel the moon radiating with your power, your family's power, and you being filled with love, with energy, with healing energy, with sexual energy. The kundalini is full ablaze now as you breathe slowly, inhaling and slowly exhaling. Your desires are here. The manifestation is here. You have no opposition. You are full of power. You are full of patience. You are a wise individual. You are very wise. Continue to take a deep inhale through the nose. And exhale all impatience. Exhale all nervousness, all anxiety. And inhale a calm, pure, passionate power. And exhale out the mouth, relaxing the shoulders, relaxing the abdomen. Relaxing the arms, relaxing the toes. Big inhale through the nose. Big exhale out the mouth. Big inhale through the nose. Big exhale out the mouth. One last big inhale through the nose. And then slowly exhale out the mouth. And slowly open the eyes. Bring the hands up to prayer position at the heart. Big inhale through the nose. Exhale down through the heart into the palms of the hand. Radiant love. And slowly drop the hands into your lap, just letting the fingertips connect. Eyes are open. The breathing is very relaxed. You are very calm. You are very powerful. You feel very renewed. 
You will rest very well tonight. Your dreams will be very clear. Your heart rate is very steady. Just relax. Salvation to you all. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. Aho, Aho, Aho. Peace. I also want to give a um, shout out to if anybody is interested in the Coach Kyrie Moon Magic 28 program that's going to be starting next Tuesday. It's a month coaching uh, session with me on the eight phases of the moon and how to capitalize on it to manifest two goals, please shoot me an inbox on Facebook or you can text me on my phone, uh, 336-587-1215, or you can just um, go to CoachKyer.com and uh, leave a note for Coach, and I'll send you all the details. Peace. 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 All right, let us go to our first caller. Call up from the 864-313-864. Call up, please. Hotel, brother. That one. Uh, blessings on uh, tonight and, I guess, beyond. I'm definitely, uh, you know, tuning in to the show, uh, definitely feeling the vibes, and I, I, I couldn't help but to just notice even where Brother Rob Cool was this speaking my about. man Isaac here. Well, Brother Rob Cool was speaking on the, uh, uh, about the importance of the 90-degree angle. <clears throat> Even when, um, you know, Coach K was just uh, also speaking about the importance of the 90-degree angle when we sit down and, um, you know, we can join the spiritual self with our mundane self. <clears throat> and we basically conjunct those even inside our meditation <clears throat> and inside our meditations where we, you know, it, it's, it's kind of, you know, very, very inspirational to me to hear this, even how we are celebrating or we're talking about the eclipse being on the day after the moon or the moon day, Monday, uh, which is the day of the goddess uh, and falling over into Tuesday, which is the day of, you know, uh, the war. Hera Kahuti, even when we speak inside comedic language, we know Hera Kahuti is the actual warrior spirit, the Heru Behudet, uh, and, and definitely going back to Medunetta, comedic spirituality is, you know, our most important tool right now. And when um, I think we were talking about earlier, talking about the importance of establishing order inside whatever it is that we do. Uh, first, that's what we're doing now. So if we are going to war, if we are going to fight, let it be to cut ourselves away from the things that oppress us, away from the things that are going to be detrimental, away from...
from our bad conditions, our bad habits, uh, and bringing back things in, into proper uh, placement. And this also reminds me, even when we're talking about uh, Arsia, or Peru redeeming Arsia, or being raised back to that 90-degree angle. And this is where even Ogun, as Ogun inside the Orisha being associated with that Herakuhudi, Herubehu, that spirit, is that fighter spirit. It is that steel, sharp, and steel spirit. And, you know, definitely, even when we use our war, knowing that we have Ma'at inside our circle, inside our conditioning, knowing that first before we fight, we're going to know what, who and what we're fighting for. And, um, like, I, I, I encourage all of us, even with this meditation, it was beautiful, uh, where we start conjoining more and more and, and cutting ourselves away from um, those bad conditioning through meditation, through sitting upright, but become but by becoming more upright and walking in, inside that upright fashion. And, um, you know, I'm thankful for even being introduced to what we call the devil or the lower self because this has only allowed me to see who it is I am, you know, and this is basically like a test that we're going through. We're still sharp and still, uh, even looking at Ogun. Ogun is that fiery steel, you understand? And, and this is this is the process even when we go back and we know all things is our first spiritual, even when we're looking at things in an in a, in a African nature. I, I appreciate this show. Uh, so, so like I said, man, um, you know, I'm, I'm down to, to put in that work, and I and I, I would just encourage everybody to encourage everybody to get their shit right. You understand? That's where that Heru Behu that come in. Well, we got to call out motherfuckers that's, you know, that ain't that ain't my, that that thing, in order to establish and put this stuff back in order. You know, and that's by any any means. And we look at justice, even when we look at my aunt, my aunt has justice. So that's where that fiery sword come in. You know, even within ourselves, we got to cut ourselves open and, and, and gut that bullshit out of ourselves in order to bring in fruition a true positive man, a true positive woman, true positive family in in reference to that black nation. And I, I'm pretty sure that's what we all are, you know, ascending to or wanting to go for. So like I said with this show, thank you. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to put, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop talking, but, uh, you know, keep up the good work, fellas. Keep up the good work. That's peace, Lord. Peace. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Indeed. Indeed. Thanks. Peace. Peace. Okay, let's go to call us from the 214 214-418. Two one four four one eight call up. Peace. Peace. Greetings. Can you hear me? Peace. Yes, yes ma'am. Greetings. <laughs> well, first and foremost, I want to say uh, congratulations on, um, you know, basically doing what you do. Uh, it's been a while since I've actually called in and heard your voices and been on the call and things, um, so I'm excited that this is uh, a great occasion. Some people have been somewhat afraid of this day coming forth, and I've been looking forward to it, so 
I'm listening if there's any. Uh, I don't know how you guys are proceeding, if you're doing any type of uh, general readings or what have you, but I was just basically listening in and appreciating the knowledge that I'm gaining. When's your birthday? October 91974. Julian. Woo! Well, you got a lot of strong energy going on right there. <laughs> Yeah, you have you have uh that this um you not only are you going through a Mars return today, right? Is it today? Let me see. Well, you had it already, and it's coming back. Yeah, a a couple of days ago, um, you should have been in a situation of of crisis or uh, immediate reaction, and um, it would have had to do with. Uh, your partner or someone with whom you have a, a mutual interest. And um, this eclipse touches five of your ten planets, okay? So that's like, you know, and uh, what I can say directly is your your relationship and the way you identify yourself in it will be challenged. Or the, if you're not in a relationship, um, the way you identify yourself as a single Right, need uh, quite the attention because you're very desirous uh, uh, of a relationship or a partner and, or a cooperative venture, right? And you know, there's a high degree of uh, impulse and spontaneity that you experience when you're in one, right? Well, uh, let let me confirm. Once uh, I am in a relationship and I'm expecting right now. Ah, okay. But there's issues surrounding motivation and a lack of motivation in the house right now, right? Uh, It was. Yeah, okay. Recently, right? Uh, Yeah, I would say that. I'd say less than two weeks, yeah. Yeah, okay. And um, the, the, the need to... Uh, continue motivating the the partner or finding the motivation to get done what needs be done and um, need not abate. You understand that? Okay. All right. And there are some things that need to be done that really need to be done, and no excuses are, are you know, should be administered. Correct. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be it. Though. Can I can I ask you can can I ask you your due date? Um, same week of my birthday, October fourth. Woo! <laughs> you know, there's a I, there's there's quite a few things I could say that I would you know that I really don't want to put it put it out in the air like that right here. Okay, you is know, it bad? You should give me a call. No such thing as good or bad. Okay. You have what you like and what you don't like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because something bad can be good and something good can be bad, you know. You too much water. Water is all good, right? Drink 100 gallons of it. So, you know, <laughs> no such thing as good or bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, no, I wouldn't say that it's bad, but it, it, does, it does represent uh, concern. Because, you know, you were born with a square um, that these planets are all together in your birth chart 
now they're now at this very moment they're square. So you know the the square brings trying circumstances. Let's put it that way. I wouldn't say that it's bad. You know, I would just say that you know things need to be done, especially um, on a domestic level, and um, there's going to be a degree of difficulty. Do you have a time of birth for yourself? Uh, I don't. Um, I wouldn't. Oh, for me, yes, I do. Uh, yeah, that's what I want. Uh, okay, twelve twenty-eight p.m. So you have issues with your stomach before? No, I haven't. Oh, your eyes, you wear glasses? No, thank God, no. <laughs> okay, well then I can't use this time, so let me ask you this. Um, uh-huh. Between the ages, between your early, early childhood and, and your 15th year approximately, right? have you ever had any need of medical attention? Only and what part I of the body... Okay, only when I got bit from a dog, um, and that was on, what on part? The, the right lower leg. Uh-huh. So have you ever injured the lower leg before? You've been in a fender bender? No, sir. Never been in a car accident or anything like that? I have been in a car accident, but I didn't have any injuries. Okay, yeah, well, you, you don't have to be injured. I um one more thing, all right? And this this will confirm my suspicion right now, all right? You what about your molars? You still have all your molars or your wisdom teeth? Um I am actually about to undergo uh surgery um whenever they can get everything approved through the insurance for the right wisdom teeth, uh excuse me, the right wisdom tooth at the top. And it's a concern because of my pregnancy. They don't want anything. Okay, to well, you know something? Safety. I think that you were born closer to midnight, not 12 o'clock in the afternoon, okay? <laughs> okay. And um, you have a very serious disposition, too, right? And let me see. Um, very private about your writings or uh, some form of literature or very um, serious about that, right? I used to, but I haven't. I've kind of lost the um, the skill okay. or the motivation to get back into it. Well, if you, yeah, if you used to, that's fine. If you used to, that's fine. Because I'm not confining it to any degree of time here. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. uh, I'm I'm thinking because the time that you gave me gives gives you a Sagittarius rising, and you've never had any issues with your stomach, that organ we call the stomach, um, at all, nor your eyes. But you no. gave me three marks of a cancer rising, okay? Oh, and okay. this also would indicate the, the fact that, you know, you enjoy the privacy of your home more than anything. And some people like uh, to get yeah. out of the house. You, you really <laughs> like to stay home. And uh, family, particularly the nurturing parent side of the family. So I wouldn't know if that's the mother or the father. But I would also say, too, that you can be quite the protective mother. Is this your first child? It is, yeah. Yeah, okay. Is this the first conception? No. Yeah, all right. That's what I was looking at earlier. But, you know, you should give me a call, Mama. <laughs> you know? Okay. All right. May I, may I ask all you right. a question? Because one of the other brothers had asked about the uh, the date, the due date for the baby. Um, being that it is the same week of my birthday, what is the significance with that? Because he kind of laughed a little bit, but 
What does that mean? Well, um, that child, if it's born in the month of Libra, will activate all those planets you got there and what they mean. And that child will be uh, what you call uh, a trigger for the experiences that those planets are indicative of. Okay? Mm -hmm. And you have quite a few there. So, you know, it, it, we can we can elaborate on it for days. Okay. Yes, indeed. Well, but please reach out to the brother and get a more in-depth analysis of what's going on in your chart. We do mm-hmm. thank you for calling in. Thank you. <laughs> Peace and love, Absolutely. brother. Absolutely. Yes. Appreciate you. Give thanks. Peace. Peace. Okay, family. Let's go to caller from 415-613. Caller from the 415-613. Okay. They do know how to see. I'm going to go to caller from the 347 Three four seven six ninety nine caller. Peace. All right, what's going on? Three four seven six nine nine caller. Peace. Your line is open. Caller. Peace. Three four seven six ninety nine. Going, okay. going, going to the next one. <clears throat> Let's shift the caller from the four two five. Caller from the four two five nine one nine. Four two five nine one nine. Caller, peace. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yes, yes sir. You can. Greetings, can peace. Loud and clear. Peace. Yes, sir. Good day to you, gentlemen. Um, yeah, um, I actually wanted to um, ask a question about the, um, I had just saw Pacific Rim last night, and when I watched it, when they um, dropped the bomb at the end, I don't know if you gentlemen saw the movie, um, I'm pretty sure y'all probably did with Idris Alba. Um they dropped the bomb in, in the movie, and I noticed that I seen the eye, so I was wondering if that may have been an attack on the first eye, and the one other thing that I noticed was that Idris Alba was um, he was sick throughout the movie, so I was trying to figure out if there was some correlation between the two. Oh, I, I didn't see that movie. Yeah, Pacific um, Rim. I did, but I don't. I don't recall. I don't recall it. I know it was a space flick. Well, um, that's it. <laughs> Science yeah, fiction. Yeah, they, so like you got the people. They they um. It's like these huge machines. They fighting these monsters out in the in the water. You, okay, you yeah, yeah, them. yeah. They get the, are the avatars, right? And he saved this little they, Japanese but, but girl. Not, yeah, they're, yeah, they're inside of like the machines, and they're going to fight these uh, these monsters. And like where the monsters are coming from, they drop a bomb. There's another in dimension. There. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, yeah. But I don't exactly. remember what you're pointing to. Yeah. So I don't like, what you're and remember they had to um in order for them to defeat the monsters, they had to drop a bomb inside of the dimension. When they dropped the yeah, bomb. I yeah, I seen an eye clear as day. Like there was clear an eye in the background, and it kind of reminded me of like the Lord of the Rings. You know how you had that eye? It was like, mm. are they yeah. going after the first eye? You you know what I mean? 
And so I, you know, I just wanted to see if you guys had seen it. You know, I, I just wanted to get somebody else's opinion because I, I know what I, I, would, I saw. I would definitely, I would recommend that you call in next Tuesday for the Hollywood Dakota show that we're having with KT yes, Off Degree because nine out of ten times he saw it. Um, I didn't see it. I want to see it now. Yeah, you know, and they got the Kundalini in there because in order for them to go into the machine, the last thing that they have to put on is this spine that they put onto the back of their, uh, onto the back of the suits that they wear, and that's the Kundalini. Okay, yeah, so I they, remember that part yeah. too. That was yeah, really so they, deep. How that out. movie, how they, how the two people had to work together, they had to be yes, uh, uh, psychically compatible. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I just wanted to see if anybody, you know, might be might have had the same, you know, mindset when they've seen that, you know. Man, you're going to have to with KT for that. That's his specialty right there. Yeah. And I'm going to watch yeah, that movie again. Over it's that. still on my computer. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, cool. Check I mean, that I, out. I see so you by next Tuesday, we'll stuff. be ready for that. All right, cool. I'm going to listen in. Um, can you, right. is, are you doing readings? Sure. Okay. When's your birthday? 10-10-1983. See, look at all these Libras calling in, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's no joke. This this Libra wave is going to be, you know, this eclipse is happening. I'm looking for some area. You know what time of day you was born, Lord? Um, I think it was like 2 in the morning. We'll see if that's the time that works. Now, you ever injured your feet? Um, Yes, ankle. Okay, ankle, not the feet, right? Not the feet, ankle. All right. So let me take it back a little bit. Woo! All right. Why don't you ask a question? <laughs> because you got a uh, uh, you 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 work with machines, bro? Yes, computers. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, we got you. I know everybody you, says that, but like you know. Like, that's really, like, my profession, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. And it requires travel, too, or mobility, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. Um, because you have computers and mobility there, and you work, you, you, you do a lot of overtime, man. You, you exhaust yourself, man, Ooh. frequently. Yes. You know, you need to get your rest, champ. I, um, whew, yeah, um. <laughs> what you want me to get into? I, you know, the the eclipse uh, effect no, on you. No, you know, um, I, I I think the the main thing for me, I mean, you know, I'm I'm past the whole purpose part. You know, it's kind of like um, but what I'm trying to get into is kind of like the direction that I'm supposed to be going in. You know, because I know that you know I'm I'm out here to you know I got to make my money and everything, but I've also had an idea of like sort of getting in more to of um a more. Uh, active role, do I want to say, like an activism type of deal, you know, like that's like my passion, man. So, you know, I just do want to make sure I'm going in the right direction, you know. Okay, well, that that works. That works because your um your highest aspiration, the sign that is indicative of the activity regarding that is Aries. So you thought about, uh, you know, any t- any t- any form of motivational speaking is good for you, all right? Yeah. You know, you got Mars in the third sign, too. So, you know, speaking to motivate others and with Mercury and Libra make you quite the diplomat, all right? Quite the, yes, uh, sir. Uh, yeah. So, you know, you, you, you have the ability to exercise that, especially when it comes to uh, health or self-improvement, 
okay? Yeah, so, for you real. Know, yeah, and, you know, your purpose, you know, is to gather information. You're an information junkie, okay? Which, which puts you ahead of many of your peers, and, you know, you're always right, okay? So <laughs> at least you want to be, right? And, and yeah. that once percent of the that that once percent of the time when you're not, you That's know, right. uh, uh, doesn't really matter that much. But it, it requires that you learn to let others express themselves, yes, regardless sir. of what they don't know. You should still allow them to be heard. That's right, because I got to learn myself. Yep. Yeah. All right. Cool. Thank you, sir. Well, I'm gonna I take a few. Okay. Very well. No, no, I just didn't want to take up too much time. I know other people want to get on, but, yeah, I appreciate that. Indeed. Yeah, you got the brother's you. number. You should holler at him. Oh, oh, you got a number? I'll take your number, definitely. Yeah, 516. 516-881. 881-6992. 6992. And what's your name again, sir? Ra Aku R A A K H U. Okay, thank you. I'm a first time listener, so I'm just catching on. All right, thank you. Very well, indeed, brother. You're welcome. All right, peace. 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 Okay, let's go to the three four seven three four seven five two two three four seven five twenty two. Call up. Hey, KPL Radio. I'm loving the show. You know, this is all about my alley. I'm astrologer myself. So I love the fact that some people got some reading in some reading in. And uh definitely nice to meet you, Ra Aku. Uh, keep it up because we definitely need the system to give us some order and some structure. And I just wanna Indeed. add a little bit too. To, uh, with this this full moon, we have a full moon in Libra, the North Node in Libra, first day of the blood moon, rain of square Pluto coming up. It's just a lot of energy and a lunar eclipse, which is endings. So we're going to be ending a lot of relationships. And I just want to say that scriptures is very important. That if you could get a hold to write them tonight or when you guys get off the radio, to write a scripture of a story, you know, of an ending, and the story of how the new beginning started because scriptures is very important um, for order. You know, it's almost like a business plan, you know, but write it as though it is. I just wanted to say that and I have a request. If you guys don't have anything to write about, I, I have a request that if you write a story about um, how the world, you know, change and begin to, you know, grow your own food again, will be my message and how we did that, how we convert that. I think everybody should come up with that story because we are definitely in an enslaved nation to the fullest as long as we don't grow our own food because, believe me, this food is killing us. It is killing us. So, you know, um, if we want to get rid of these diseases and save the earth and save the animals, we got to begin saving ourselves this day. And this is a great ending because I asked several people if the world ended to if the world became aware that almost everything in the food supply and every grocery store is all deliberately poisoning the people, giving the people mental illness, giving the people depression, giving the people, you know, misery and full of diseases and depend on Medicare or Medicare to take care of them because the body is constantly deteriorating. 
um, due to the food supply. So if everybody was to awaken and know that we could hardly eat anything out here, you know, that's what's killing us, um, then we, you know, with that information being exposed, people say, well, the world will go chaos because everybody is eating bad right now. Everybody is eating fast foods. Everybody is, you know, on somebody else giving us something going into our belly and we don't know what's in it. Um, supplied all by the government, of course. But if if we all became aware of this message, you know, um, then, yeah, we can expect big changes. And me and myself, I'm working on some real estate plans that will hold 20 families at one time that includes organic land, and that's my goal. And Libra, how I'm writing my scriptures of how we come together. So I just wanted to leave that information, and thank you so much for allowing me to come in and on. And if you want, um, if you had a minute, I could give you my birthday. If you don't got a minute, I understand. Oh, I got a minute. Okay. I'm 10, <laughs> another 10, another 10, 29, 74, Wow, your birthday is the, the day, be, 803, day before mine. Day before yours. <laughs> yeah, 8.03 a.m. 8.03 a.m. Woo! Look at all of that activity in the 12th place. Woo! All coming from Libra and in Scorpio. This eclipse here has really touched you, then, hasn't it, sister? Broke me all the way down to the ground just to come back up a different way. Yeah, you and the young lady that got off earlier, both of y'all got this Pluto Mars uh, high degree of self-motivation, self-improvement in private through meditation or spiritual endeavor going on here specifically in your chart. Oh, my mom. Very intuitive. Do you uh, do you deal with meditation or, or ceremonial, you know, in seclusion, ceremonial practice and things of this nature? You got me right on point. Yeah. You know, um, very spiritual. You know, the older you get, the more spiritual you're going to become with Neptune in the first house. I mean, first house, second sign, you know. And, um, you know, the, it shapes your morality, your principles, and things of that nature. And with Jupiter and um, Pisces, uh, that can go both ways. But uh, that makes you very, very sensitive to other people's pain. And uh, there's d- dilemmas or situations and things of this nature, right? This um, Aries moon will give you a, a high degree of impulsive uh urges when it comes to the assistance and aid of those in need, you know. I can see that. But there's been um, some trying times and deep sorrow with regards to relationships, huh? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. 100% yeah. correct so far, I mean, 100% correct. Yeah, your Saturn return yeah. was like uh, 2004, 2003. That was, that was a trying time for your domestic situation where you weren't able to get up and move, were you, or go back to school, one of the two, or both. Hello? I believe it was both. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just wanted to give you a sample, my mom. I'm Thank pretty you. sure you yeah, know your chart. It. Yeah, I know it. I know it. Thank you so much, though. And um, you guys keep this information going because, again, we do need astrology charts done. It's, it's, it's a blessing. So make sure you give them a call to find out 
about thyself because when you follow in the energies, they really do help. They really do help. I don't think you I can need to send me a friend request on Facebook. <laughs> okay, I will. <laughs> Thank you so All much. Right. Let me tune in. I'll be in touch. Peace and love, everyone. All right, peace. Mm-hmm. Bye. Peace. Shaq, man, Okay, let's go and. It's a stick up in here. So many years of <laughs> family. Three four seven six three seven twenty one thirty five. Are they gonna be calling you until December? Because we're not gonna get everybody on this line. And from the look of things, everybody needs a reading. So let's go to the two one four eight zero eight two one four eight zero eight. Top square Please. peace. Please, you guys are music to my read. ears. Yeah, I would love to have a reading because it is getting pretty hectic. <laughs> and when is the birthday? It's uh, February 6, 1977, 1.46 p.m. And, Raku, you corrected my time of birth, so that should be on point. Okay, at what time? 1.46 p.m. Good. I don't remember who this is, and don't tell me, all right? I won't. Because I don't want to. All right. All right. I corrected your time of birth. Okay. This is going to touch you in um, your love life and or children life, you know, your relationship because Venus is there, or your money, both, really. Uh-huh. All right. Um, yeah, there's been you, – you, you don't let any suspicions – you know, uh, uh, um, how can I say, unconfirmed suspicions motivate you to make a decision that you regret later. Mm. All right? And if and, and don't let any uh, cravings motivate your behavior either without deep thought, all right, without the consideration, without due consideration regarding it. Because, and I say this because Pluto is in Libra where this is at. That is the place, that is the planet of suspicion. It is the planet of uh, desire, cravings, and, you know, and in Libra and in the fifth place, there's with a strong desire for relationships or a strong desire for transformation in your relationship, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, Chiron is in opposition to that. That eclipses almost directly on your Chiron. So it has everything to do with your frustration and your anger and your... uh, can I say, uh, aggressive nature and how you may resort to that or impulsive nature, how you may resort to those qualities in dealing with your desires and your uh, your desire for transformation and or your suspicions with regarding the circumstance in, in your interaction. Am, are you understanding me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah. All right, and you know, you, I do see here you have an exaltation with Mars and Capricorn. When you have a goal, it's like you know, only God can stop you from reaching it, and you will you will plod and run the track steadfastly until you achieve it. That is something that you should maintain. However, the 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 degree with uh, uh, with, with with respect to how it applies to you as, on a personal level. You have to think more interpersonally with that. Mm. 
and and since like 2008, the the motion has been been going for you to make that change and transformation. If you've been resisting it, then it's gonna give you problems. It's giving you going through right now a Pluto square, right now. So in other words, Pluto is uh, actually almost it is 89 degrees, almost 90 degrees from where it was the day you were born. And what that points to is a time in your life that lasts for about thir- that will last for about 13 years. So from about uh, 2008 to 2021, it causes for you to transform yourself with regards to the fulfillment of your desires. And, you know, you can, we only need point to the difficulty that you've been experiencing trying to uh, attain that. At the same time, Saturn is also square. And they're in each other's signs. So the, the difficulty and the lack of love or the lack of uh, attention, you know, that you have to find a new way to deal with that. Hmm. Wow. That has been very helpful. I appreciate it. You just don't know. You probably saved me. <laughs> I appreciate that. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Carla. You see, what I really can't do is, I mean, I can tell them what they need to know, right? But I can't elaborate on what motivates me to say that because I think it's very personal. That's why I was about to tell her sister. She needs also to call you, you know, offline and get some thorough, thorough expert analysis. This is your life we're talking about. And I'm sure that the brother has things that he can't share with you over the, you know, the open airwaves. So please, you know, do yourself a favor, reach out to the brother. All right? Make it a favor. Thank you. Peace. Peace. Indeed. Caller from the 316-316-288. For the family that's listening on the phone, on the computer and they want to continue with us on the phones, 347 347- Six three seven at three four seven six three seven twenty one thirty five. You have three minutes remaining. If you call us now, you can continue on the conversation with us. We got a bunch of hands up in the call queue. All right, let's go to the three one six two eight eight caller. Hey. On the conversation with us. We got a bunch of hands up in the call queue. All right, let's go to the three one six two eight eight caller. Peace. Peace. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Greetings. Yeah, because the, whoever was speaking, the phone got really, really muffled just now. Okay. Yeah, they line just dropped. Let's go to um caller from the uh, let's see. Alright, let me open up Red's line again. Brad, you with us? Let me know when your phone line opens up. Let's go to another caller. What up? I'm I'm here. Call up. Two oh five four fifty four. Two oh five four five four caller. Hey. Two oh five call of peace. They're not ready. Two oh five. 
You're not ready. You're not ready. All right, let's go to the uh, 617-959-1500. Hello? Call it, please. 617, are you with us? Greetings. Yes, I am. Greetings. Good evening. Welcome. Good Good evening. Good evening. Good morning. Yeah, some calling because I would definitely love the reading. Okay. Just give me a, a a second here because my computer, for some reason, uh, I got a screen that said it needs to restart, and they they, they did just restart it. So, uh, but you can still give me your birthday. Seven seven seventy three. Wow. Oh, she's a cancer. <laughs> this here has everything to do with her. This has everything to do with her. Uh, how can I say, um, her aspirations and her domestic situation or family situation, you know, um, your career, lifestyle, and your family situations. And it may very well have to do with, uh, I'm waiting for your chart to come up now. So let me see. Uh, it may have to do with your, yeah, it has to do a great deal with your domestic situation and your aspirations. Are you trying to move? No, I moved uh, several months ago. Or, or get a new house? Um, I plan. My plans are to buy a home, hopefully by next year. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, you can you can bring that in, but you're gonna have to do a great deal of strategizing. You know. Mhm. Yeah. All right. Let me see. Do you have a time of birth for me? Nine four nine forty three p.m. Have you ever had, ever had any issues with your uh, lower digestive tract? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One of your favorite cliches is I know. And you love brand new mm-hmm. things. You know? I love what? Travel. Brand new yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> surprises and surprises and, um, you know, spontaneity. You're overly friendly, according to some. You can never be too friendly, according to you, right? Um, was there one of the parents? I, I wouldn't know if it was the mother or the father, but the, the disciplining parent, right? Uh, this person is very knowledgeable about uh, counseling relationships of the law, or do they just like to talk politics? Um, um not really. Okay, what about, about yourself? My, my parents in particular you're talking about? One of them, yeah. Um, my father likes to talk about politics, but... Um, yeah, okay. I, I'm just checking he, to make sure I got the correct chart, all right? I said the disciplining yeah. parent, which usually is the father, okay. Um, you're quite the impulsive speaker. You recognize things immediately, all right? And um, yeah. you've got lessons to learn about patience. And uh, temper tantrums, right? Sometimes, yeah. I would yeah. Say so. Okay. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I very well. I mean, you know, you I, I see, you know, the uh with the sun and cancer in the sixth place, it's a, it's at a very strong position at the fifteenth degree. It it gives you the insight to just know things without even um without even trying too hard. You 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 get information and get to know things immediately, especially through um one of the aunts or uncles on the maternal side and or uh, people you work with on a day-to-day basis, whether you're serving them or they're serving you, I wouldn't know. Okay, but it's services in- involved there. All right. Um, you have a writing talent or just a penchant for reading or both? I enjoy both. Yeah. Okay. You have a question here with your super intuitive self when it comes to relationships. What's your question? Um... I guess I'm just trying to. I'm supposed to be getting married. <laughs> and um, is this person a create? Is this person creative or administrative? Very administrative. Okay, well then that's your partner. That's definitely your partner. You have Venus and Mercury in the seventh sign in Leo, and Leo is creative and or um, administrative. Uh, however, it, it is it also deals with. <clears throat> Self-composure, okay, and it deals mm-hmm. with uh, uh, your self-composure, and it deals with control issues, self-control, okay, you know, and uh, autonomy. Don't give away your autonomy just because you're getting married, Aquarius rising. Even though you're a cancer son, you know, you call yourself a cancer, you're an Aquarius first. That's your rising Oh, time. yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's you're physically, worldly. The person I'm supposed to be marrying is under the Aquarius sign. Oh, so their sun conjunction with Jupiter. Y'all two traveled together already, huh? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Then, um, well, I mean, to give a comprehensive analysis, I would need their birthday, too, and, and some time, you know, to look at your compatibilities and your challenges. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I, mm-hmm. I wrote down your number. So I will definitely give you a call. Mm-hmm. I'm very and and in this, this marriage is y'all getting married away from the home? Y'all going out of town to get married, or y'all going out of town just for the honeymoon? Um, we're planning to go to Vegas to get married, but then we're going to throw a party yeah. for our family to celebrate. Yeah. Well, they, you know, this this is the marriage you're supposed to have. Now we need to look at it and see how how well y'all two gonna get along. <laughs> <laughs> You know, everybody's like, is this my soulmate? Well, if you're getting married, yeah, that's your soulmate. That doesn't mean it has to last. It doesn't mean it won't or will. There's going to be some challenges to it, but um, hopefully, um, yeah, as long as y'all respect each other's autonomy, it will will stay smooth. Exactly. But I feel that sometimes he he takes my kindness for weakness, I feel, sometimes. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm very, pretty sure. I'm, very, I'm, I'm pretty different. sure that he has no idea how rebellious you can really be. <laughs> okay, uh-huh. so you know it, it would it would behoove you to let him see that side of you before y'all make that commitment, and to let yeah, him I know think, that that's how you're gonna be. I think he kind of got a taste of it this weekend, so, and, and yeah. I don't think it went over very well. <laughs> well, it's never it's never bad until after 
you know, you get sick of it. So <laughs> when it's new, it's always okay. Mhm. 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 All right. But well, I'll definitely give you a call because I definitely have to dig deeper into this. <laughs> okay. Very well. Thank you so Thanks, much. Paula. You're welcome. D. Okay. Let's go to caller. Caller from the eight three two. Eight three two eighty eight seven. Eight three two eighty eight seven. Caller. Peace. Welcome Peace. to Know the Last Radio. Peace, Blue. Peace, Peace. Red. Peace, everyone. Um, this is Peace. Red. Red, so you there? <laughs> um, I was calling in to get a reading, uh, as well to go along with this beautiful full moon energy and um. All, this, all the rituals that me and Red's been doing. This is the perfect time. So, um, Red, are you there? Blue, are you there? Red, are you there? Brother, man. I'm right here. My phone is on. I'm here. Okay. What up, baby? Okay. Okay. All right. And so I just wanted to make sure. Um, so, yes, I would like to get a reading. My birthday is May 30th, 1983, and I was born at 4.47 p.m. At what time, p.m.? 4.47? That's correct. All right. Yeah, she said, I believe she said 4.47. Yeah, okay. Let me just let me confirm it here. Um you ever had earaches or, or issues with the throat? Strep throat, laryngitis, tonsillitis, yeah. anything like that? Okay. Good. We got you. Yeah, we got you. Well understand that's your that's your natural ailment, okay? So you gotta uh and it would be with the old cliche, protect your neck. Hold on. Somebody's phone my phone's going back. Oh, maybe I need yeah, to take it off speaker. Yeah. Is it better now? Because my phone was on speaker. Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Did you miss anything? No, no, no. I heard you. Ear and throat. But it makes sense. Okay. Um, mhm. And be you are a Gemini sun. So this this touches you in, in your love life and um as a. a you are a Libra rising, though. So, and this eclipse was almost like dead on your ascendant, you know. So, uh, what I mean by all that is that this is this has everything to do with your love life, this eclipse here, and, and your desire for a relationship. Uh, however, spontaneous action should be avoided at all costs. Because okay. you're in an Uranus opposition, which since like the age of, uh, let's say, 38, you've been, friends have been dropping off. You know, not not that you've been cutting them off, but the, those people not on the same page as you, quite a distance between y'all. Since the age point. of what? Since about the age of 38, 39. Oh, wait, know, but I'm only and, 30 right now. Wait a minute. Oh, I put the wrong date in here. What, you said 83? Yes. Okay, I got 73, pardon me. I mean, correct that. Now, everything I said, you can scratch it because I'm reading the wrong (laughs) chart. (laughs) You dig? No, the ascendant still remains the same, though, okay? But your planet, the planet's changed 
drastically. Okay. So, uh, so I would yes. say you're quite the impulsive speaker. Yes. <laughs> you had an interest in foreign language at some point? Oh, definitely. Yeah, okay. And, um, woo! I. <laughs> yeah, you really appreciate the home. And, uh, money through travel or, or real estate is a, is, is a potential, you know? Not only that, your moon conjuncts my moon, so you you can be quite the emotional meanie when you want to be. Huh? <laughs> I don't know what you think, Red. <laughs> you know? Uh, what does he think? No, you know you, right? And it really isn't that you're being mean. You, you want to, you, you're a most excellent counselor because you're able to get involved in a situation without letting your feelings get attached. That comes okay. from a lot of pain. But um, mm. now it manifests itself as this cold reserve. You, you, you know, you can be burning up inside. But they don't nobody know it, but you. <laughs> you know, um, I have here. I, I'm reading here Jupiter and Uranus in the second house, third sign. So you, you are really knowledgeable about spiritual cultivation and philosophical issues, huh? <laughs> wow, what's that on? Yeah. Well, what's your question, Mama? Um, I don't know what what my ideal question would be. Um, I don't know, Brad. Do you would you know? Because I mean, I guess we've been talking about a lot of different things lately. With I don't even know which one to ask. Um. <laughs> yes, you do. You know what you want to know. I don't know. know. He's leaving me hanging. He's not saying anything. <laughs> I mean, this is um, your reading. You know. I don't know. Uh, I, is there anything in particular that just stands out to you? Yeah, really, it does. You know, because the moon opposes Venus and Cancer. You know, your mom, she didn't like your choice of partners. You had an issue with that <laughs> at some point in your life? Huh? <laughs> and, um... And, yeah, and to, you know, there's a, a benefit through interaction with teaching or structuring the lives of women, okay, specifically. So it's like you would be an excellent counselor for women in some sort, in some capacity, or families, okay? I know you got a vicious sweet tooth and that you're a hell of a cook. Okay? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, um... I mean, that just comes from the moon and, and, and um, dispositing Venus, and, and it's in the fourth place. So, you know, if I'm speaking Chinese, uh, I just put it in English for you first. All right? Um, okay. You go by a nickname? There, okay. or a, uh, think... an, uh... Say again? Yes, oh, I, mean, I, I didn't hear what you said. Is this a good time for anything in particular? Yeah, it's a good time for travel. It's a good time for partnerships or long-distance relationships or long-distance contacts that are made for profit. Okay, it's actually it's actually uh, good for your for your home situation. It, that, that that seems to be experiencing some kind of turbulence in the last two or three years. Okay. Yeah. That sounds okay. Cool. Mhm. Um. Look at your uh, personal form of expression in relationships and don't be so quick to speak think about it before you talk 
okay? Because you got Mars in Gemini. Not only does that injure the, uh, one of the arms or the hands, right? It also makes you, you know, quite the arguer, you know, quite the debater, you know, and, and very quick to reply, you know. Mm. Or very sensitive to that type of stuff, both, really, I would say. Yeah, I would say that. Definitely. Well, I'm not going to hold up the lines, but I definitely, definitely, supreme gratitude, appreciate the reading. And, um, yeah, that was a lot that was loaded. So I'm ready, and it's right in alignment with everything that I've been planning and uh, with the desire of manifesting as well. So thank you. You're welcome. Indeed. Okay. All right. All right. Peace. Right. Yes, indeed. Definitely, definitely. Peace. I do that now. Okay. Let's go to caller from the 973-323-973-323. Caller, peace. Hello? Peace, Wait peace. On this line. Peace. Yes, we hear you. Peace, brother. Yeah, how you doing? How you doing? Um, I was trying to get a reading, too. You know, you still doing reading. When's your birthday? December 5th, 1985. You got a time? Uh, I think 2, 2.30. 2.30. A.M. or P.M.? Uh, P.M., I'm sorry. Well, I don't want to ask you this question, all right? Um, you're quite the impulsive individual in relationships, huh? Definitely. Uh, straightforward, straight to the point, aggressive, or assertive, huh? Right. Yeah. Good at combat, too, or competition, if not combat, you got a real strong passion for sports or competition. Oh, sports, sports, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, quite, you, quite the dresser, too, huh? You really into your threads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really into your threads. Yeah. You know, your mom, she was a workaholic, right? Uh, I, I never really knew. I just actually... Uh, Got to, uh, okay, how about more. the woman that played the role as your mother or the mother figure? Well, I can't even say who. No. Okay, uh, you have a question? Uh, this, this, um, what best direction we're going to? You know, recently I've uh, well, been... if the if the ascending here is correct, right? Then okay, when you play in sports, you've injured your groin. No, never, never, never. Just twist, twist okay. the ankle. Maybe twist the ankle, that's about it. That's all? Uh, knees, you know, sore knees, but no no serious uh, injury. Okay, let me ask you this so I can I can get a confirmation. Cause you just gave me two signs, really, with that, right? So um, with the knees, and you should have had some issue with your teeth. If not, then the knees was self-inflicted or, or through consequence of one's own action as opposed to being your natural ailment. And with the ankles, 
then you would have also injured the right hand or the right arm or the right shoulder somewhere on that limb. Now, which one is it? Uh, Not at the exact same time, but there should be, if there's an issue with the ankles, there should be an issue with the right, there should have been at one time an issue with the right hand, arm, or shoulder, collarbone, or shoulder blade, all right? If if it's the knees that are, that we're going to correct this chart by, then there should have been an issue with the teeth. Okay, no, no, no issue with the teeth. Uh, shoulder, maybe shoulder, something like that. But like yeah, I said, no okay. serious injuries. All right, so you know I can't use this time of birth you gave, that you gave me. All right, I'm just gonna let you know that now. It's gone. We ain't using that. <laughs> All right. Uh, what I'm gonna, what we're gonna put here is, um, you require a job that 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 allows you mobility to move and travel and the, the highest degree of unsupervision possible because you don't take orders well at all. <laughs> That's on point. That's on point. Yeah, now we got you, right? And you you, you are not only very self-critical of how you present yourself to women with regards to your wardrobe, you are very critical about their hygiene and how they dress. You can't stand body odor and... Um, difficulty to betrayal in love, champ. Loss of the first child, of the first conceived child. First child, yeah. This, yeah, this I know has already happened. A question as to whether you were really the father, right? Yeah, yep. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So what's your question, Lord? Um, this, I'm, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find myself what, what well, you, you pretty much said it, you know. Job well, you had a high interest in medicine or science or, or biology or something when you were in school, right? Uh, just recently getting into it now. Okay, and let me see, 85, that makes you how old? 28, 28. Yeah, oh, so you, yeah. You, um. Well, let me give you something that you can use, man, okay? Right now, you, you're going through some issue with regard to your, your domestic, like getting your own place or you're having trouble with your own place? Uh, domestics, domestics. Yeah, I and um, about two and a half years from now, man, 2015, things are gonna start to get real rough regarding your employment, man, and and if it, it the sign is there indicates higher education, so there's some kind of vocational training or college that you should get before you uh, find yourself in unstable situation uh, about a year and a half from now. You said two, 2015? Yeah, starting okay. right around September 2015, and that's going to last to 2018, that whole condition. So, And it has everything to do with not only your physique and your health, your diet and your day-to-day routine, but your state of employment and, or, you know, so whatever you, if you are employed at that time, you will grow very dissettled and very discontent with it. And if if you're not employed, then that points to the urge, the need to do so. Because I'm talking about the, the sign of Sagittarius, it requires some degree of schooling or training. All right? The planets that are there deal with um, technology, machinery, uh, or uh, transportation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'll take that. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it, bro. I appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. Indeed. Thanks, Paula. Thanks, Pete. You got the brother's number as well? 
You got the brother's number? Yeah. Uh, again, it sounds like another reading speaks about, you know, a person's entire, you know, lifeline. You're making the right decisions right now in your life to, you know, rough, you know, smoothly ride over these rough patches that are coming. So, thank you, caller. Good thanks. We're going to go to our next caller. Caller from the 917. Caller from the 917 426. 917 426. Caller. Peace. 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 How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you guys? Well, I'm Rock Cool. Nice to meet you, wonderful. I'm thoroughly enjoying the show. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I I don't have a specific question. I just wanted to know, um, like how this moon might be affecting me, according to my. Hi, right, when's your birthday? When's your birthday? It's September sixteenth, nineteen eighty-one. And do you have a time of birth? 6.43 p.m. Super sensitive young lady here. Mm. And um, I mean super sensitive. Your feet get real cold when you get out the shower, don't they? All the time. <laughs> and, um... You're quite the visionary. You see things before they happen, just not in the form that they happen in. Yes. Yeah. And, um, oh, you can never have enough money, can you, Mom? A million dollars in your back pocket and there's a quarter rolling down the sidewalk, you're going to chase that joint. <laughs> All right. Let me see. Issues here, issues here in relationships, man. big disappointments. <laughs> Big disappointments in relationships that come from not being steadfast. You know, it's, it's, you, you do have the right to change your mind. You do have the right to make snap decisions, but it, there's a requirement when you're dealing with other people to let them know what you're doing. You change directions like a fish. Even though you're a Virgo, you're a Pisces rising here. You love the dance. You love your solitude. And you always have energy for work too, you know. So you you married to your job, in in other words, you know. And um, uh, a very strong moral character. Your mm. mother's always feed folks, right? Say that again. I'm sorry. I said your mom. She's always feeding folks, isn't she? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. What you want to know, Mama? So you didn't have a question. You just wanted to know how it's gonna, how this moon is affecting you. Well, it's yeah. definitely, it's definitely gonna show some signs of of, of turbulence and um, in your relationships or some um, instability. You got Saturn there in Libra, but you also have Jupiter there, which indicates that your relationships uh, require some degree of work that that eventually pay off or some degree of sacrifice. But to be in a situation 
with uh, um, an individual who is, is is not giving you the uh, how can I say equity? He's not giving you what you are due. All right, is a, is a strong possibility. So you know, enter and embark upon these relationships with uh, um, a degree of caution in order to benefit. You know, because idealizing your relationships will get in your way. If you idealize your mate and then later find out that they're not what you idealize them to be, then they haven't betrayed you, you betrayed yourself. You understand that? I see. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So is I mean for me is it all about relationships or is it about anything else? Well, the reason why I put the focus on relationships is not only because it's in Libra, but because it's in the eighth place, and the eighth place deals with what you share with your significant other, as well as other people with whom you have a mutual uh, 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 interest, or co- you know, on a cooperative note. So, um, and because you have a multitude of planets there. You have Saturn, Jupiter, Mercury, um, Pluto, and and Venus in the eighth place in the eighth sign. So, you know, that right there brings a, a, a strong attention to your interaction with others and the actually the substance between you. So I don't know if you're in a rom- romantic relationship or if you have a, a cooperative interest with other people, but that's how it's going to show. And... And well, you know, hard work in in this case, in your situation, you have Jupiter, which precedes. Uh, uh, I mean, pardon me, you have Saturn, which precedes Jupiter. So how I read that is uh, benefit through struggle, benefit through hard work, benefits after uh, steadfast due diligence, patience, and things of that nature. And if you haven't developed those things, which is highly so, because you got. Mars and Leo in the fifth house, sixth sign. This means that, you know, you if you go headlong into a thing without giving it any thought, you usually have to face the consequences of repairing the uh, the damage or, or the loss that was experienced as a result of that. You, you with me? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's real. And it doesn't have to be about a romantic relationship per se. It can be about any relationship. Anything like, that requires a mutual endeavor. Anything that requires mutuality. And I can tell you, to, uh, uh, your lessons, some of your main lessons, some of them, deal with impulse and impatience. It take your time. Mm. That's on point. Thank you, Carla. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And you as well. Did you get the brother's number just in case you need him in the, no. in the very near future? I did not. Yes, please share your number, brother. 516-881-6992. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. I don't want to. I don't want to hold the lineup, but my sister is right here next to me, and she was wondering. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only like that right now because I see it's 12:30. They're gonna kill us in a minute. Peace. Hey, everybody. How you doing? 
Peace. When's your birthday, Mama? Greetings. My birthday is August 4th, 1988. <laughs> Woo! Gee, she's the one you fight with all the time, huh? Y'all, y'all have a serious sibling rivalry going on. August the 4th, 1988? Yep. Look at that 488, y'all. 8488. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 848. Yeah, 7.48 a.m.? 7.48 a.m.? 7.48 a.m.? Woo! Well... No, y'all don't fight that much, okay? Um, you're quite the impulsive arguer, though, okay? And um, you have some uh, pension or, 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 or so you've been on. You, you like to write in private or draw in private? Yeah. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, some talent dealing with words or writing, indeed, all right? Um, very good perception, young lady. You see right through a person, don't you? Um, sometimes. Yeah. Well, as you get older, that's going to improve. Your ability to do that is going to increase. Believe that. All right? Um, do you have a question, though, Mama? Both you and your sis got the moon in, in Taurus. I wonder if your mother is a Taurus. I'm not She's born in April, man. She's a Scorpio? Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, she just might be a Taurus rising. Okay, uh, uh, you have a question? Um, do, I guess my question is, do you know, like, um, how long me and my sister's relationship has been going on? Has it been, like, have we been together many lifetimes, or can you see that? Or That type of stuff? I have, I, I'm going to answer you honestly. Right? I have an idea about that type of stuff, but there, there's no way in the world that I can stand on it and say that it is the truth. So what what I do uh, um, believe, all right, and this is a belief, is that you don't meet or come into contact with or have a family member that wasn't a family member or a, a, a contact before. Yeah, I guess you, you probably me? did. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, but, you know, what's deep is your ascendant is her sunshine. So, you know, Y'all get into, uh, you pretty much follow her lead on things. <laughs> That's you know? true. Yeah, and you know, and, and, and you really, uh, you look up to her seriously because her sun shines in your face. Her, on, on, on her note, she looks at you for, for mutual assistance and partnership on, on a lot of stuff, okay? The thing here is that your son shines in the 12th place of her son. So, you know, sometimes you think that she gets things that you want and uh, or that you should be getting, and and that is not really the case. She's getting what she's supposed to get, and you're getting what you're supposed to get, too. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks. That was Indeed. really helpful. You're, you're welcome. All right. Y'all have a good night. Thank you, Paula. All right. Peace. Let me do a phone check real quick to see whose phone is doing the beatbox. Red, is that your phone? Sound like somebody playing a computer game. Coach Kyer, is that you, bro? Well, 
Sound like they were playing Galactica or something, right? All right, let's take another caller. Let's go to the 909-909-252-909-252. Call it, peace. Peace, Lord. Hello? Yeah, we're here. Yes, you we you, here, you got a question, right, right, comment? Right. Yes, yes. January 11th, 64. Woo! Mm-hmm. You got time of birth? Straight up, straight up Capricorn. Mm-hmm. So you've been going through a hell of a transformation, man. It, it, yes, it sir. sparked yes, off sir. in 2008 and intensified in, in 2012. Oh, you know about I, that. Um, what time of day, bro? I'm not sure. Okay. Um, so have you ever had any injuries, like, in, in, in your in your preteen years, in, from 15 down to when you were born? Always had a problem with Any operations? No okay, operations. Okay, your teeth, too? Uh, no. Okay, you had an issue with your teeth? You never had an issue knee. with your teeth? Just um, your knee? Just my knee, yes. Okay then that's not going to be good enough, <laughs> I mean, for me to go it alone, okay? Uh, but All you right. very well may be a Gemini rising, so let me check that real quick. Let me check that. Put Gemini at this center here and read it. Let's see if that works here. Your father worked with heavy machines? Postman. No, well, then that doesn't work. Does um, let me ask you this: Everybody has some type of ailment, uh, or 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 regular, or recurring. You know, even if it's only once a year. You know, do you get sinus allergies or headaches or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> Pardon me. So you know, you drive a neutral color car. Excuse me. What was that again? Or, do you drive the car? What color do you, is your car? My car is blue. Okay. Have you ever had a desire for? Oh, well, that's typical of Capricorn. I'm looking. I'm looking at Virgo here. All right. Um, have you ever had a desire for a black, gray, or white? Or have you ever owned or drove a black, gray, or white car? Oh, well, since you put it that way, yes. Uh, just recently bought a, a black, grayish blue Please. color Toyota. Okay, there you go. You use a nickname too, right? Yeah. Well, not nickname, mm-hmm. but yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Okay. Short, short. Yeah, something peculiar about about your name, right? Um, the desire you fall, you fall head over heels quick, Lord. Ardent lover is what they call it in English. Okay. What was that? And um, the the, the need for security overrides everything. Maturity yes, yes. and uh, yeah, and um. Issues with trust in your relationships, man. Serious trust. Second. You're a fifth house Capricorn, so you must love to build or do math or do something constructive. Uh, all the time, yeah. And um, quite the speaker. You can sell ice cubes to uh, Eskimos, man. Uh, you know? Sells, so, yeah. Yeah. And um, your purpose here is to um, to establish a home. Mm-hmm. And to have a uh, to stay away from the overly bossiness, man. 
How you do that there? Yeah, well, I mean, you, you your su- suggestions are good. Counsel is excellent, but you know, you when you want something done, that shit need to be done yesterday. Well, when somebody exactly. wants you to do something, yeah, I got five minutes chill. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. this here, this eclipse uh, occurs at a square to your mind. Your temperament is going to be tried. Your goals and your ambition is going to be tried and tested. Mm. Yeah, you're going through quite a transformation now especially with regard to your mentality, how you think and idealize things, and um, secrecy, secrets exposed and, and, and things of this nature, you know, will be the same over the next, uh, let's say, two or three years. Hmm. Okay? And uh, to, to rebuild the way you look at things, your perspective on things, and, and even though, you know, like people say, yeah, I've been like this for years, blah, blah, blah. well, it's time, to, you know, to make an alteration specifically dealing with improvement or or mentality, the way you look at things and the way you perceive them. You have to start looking at it from a new perspective if you're going to grow. Mm-hmm. This oh is God. a lesson that has been this is a lesson that has been manifesting for you since uh October the uh fifth of two thousand twelve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the fact that your your whole uh, your whole perspective on on your love life is changing. Your standards, you know, with that regard, it, it has been transforming since two thousand and eight. <laughs> yeah, you were one of those people that I was referencing when I said if you get sinus allergies or headaches, this has everything to do with your money and your relationships. The tendency to overindulge in pleasure, is, or the desire to engage in pleasure more than usual. It is what is present by this Jupiter square you're going through. Okay, while it's good for uh, association, it's good for acquiring things that uh, will allow you to 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 own or purchase a domicile, a home, or a house. All right, where it's good for you that way, it, it presents the desire to overextend yourself in other areas. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you have a question? No, you hitting on them. You hitting. Okay. Well, you know you should give me a call then, bro. All right, I'm gonna take down your number, baby. Yeah, five one six. Hold on, you get the pen out. Five one six. Yes, sir. Eight eight one. Eight eight one. Six nine nine two. And you were born between ten and eleven, uh, between uh, at night, yeah, around, around, um, no, about part of me, yeah, between ten and uh, I would say nine to eleven, between nine and eleven, oh, right. at night, yeah, hmm, nine eleven. You know, if we do a comprehensive reading, <laughs> we'll be able to get your time of birth to the minute. All right, baby, I appreciate it. You're welcome. Indeed. Thank you, caller. Peace. Peace. All right. I'm going to take two more calls, okay? Two more calls. Let's go to the 815-342. 815-342. Caller, peace. Peace. Peace and blessings. Peace. Peace, Lord. Yeah, I wanted a reading for my son. When's his birthday? June 15th. 
2008. Okay. What time of day was he born? 308. A.M. or P.M.? P.M. He um he had issues with his with his throat, sore throats? Uh not, earache in not, the right ear? No, not not of yet, no. What about asthma? No, no asthma. Okay, so has he ever needed any medical attention for anything? I mean I know no, he's I only been here for six years. <laughs> yeah. Uh no, actually, he's pretty a pretty strong little kid. He's 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 bred. Right, where was his injuries? As a, as where was his injuries? What did he cut? What did he bruise up a lot when he was little? Uh, you know what? That's the thing. You know, he's very he's 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 not even not really had a cold. Okay, you well, know. it's kind of early too. So, but at any right. rate, um, I'm going to go with the fact that, that Libra is at the ascendant here, all right? Okay. And I'm going to see, yeah, and I'm going to see, um, he has Saturn in Virgo, which no matter what his ascendant is, means that his father is a workaholic or very mm-hmm. uh, responsibility-minded, very mathematical and meticulous, analytical and critical. Is that his father? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And um, what he will need to learn to do is, hold his impulses because he has serious lessons to learn with that regard. And um, I would say if his, if he has elders, elder siblings, all right, and, and if he, even if they're not his siblings, elder cousins, siblings, uncles, and people who, he was gonna, who he's going to look up to other than his dad, there's going to be a lot of error, trial and error dealing with, with that, taking mm-hmm. advice from them type of people, all right? And, okay. and, 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 yeah, and... Um, he should have a skill for writing and reading and words, foreign languages or something yes. of that nature. Yes. Yeah. All right. He picks up on um, foreign language really easy, like Chinese. He's yeah. Into okay. That right now. And um, he 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 had he's gonna have a very keen mind when it comes to uh, spotting people's motives. Mm. Okay. You know, like he has Pluto in the third place, which makes him a very very deep thinker. Very rigid yeah. in his thinking too. Yeah, all right. Yeah. And um, yeah, Jupiter and on Capricorn. You is a traveler. You you drive or you a traveler? I travel. Yeah. Okay. Benefit. Um, is his mother absent? No, she's very much in his life. Yeah. Okay. Well, then she she's very hard on education. Then is she? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What What's the question you got for me, bro? You know, I'm just trying to plot him out a little bit. You know, uh, he just, uh, you know, uh, he amazes me sometimes. With like you were saying, he's he's a very deep thinker. I took him to Toys R Rust the other day because I wanted to uh, buy him a T-ball set, the baseball and the bat. Yeah. So he. Went and got the lawn chair, the the uh, the uh, hat, the little hat that goes on your head. He got he organized a mm-hmm. whole day 
<laughs> based on playing T-ball. Mm-hmm. That's what type of thinker he is. He thinks about the whole picture. Yeah, well, you see, he has uh, 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 another aspect here, all right, a mutual reception between uh, Neptune and Uranus in Pisces and Aquarius, and what that gives him, to put it in English, is a a natural ability to, to, like, precognate or to to see things out or see things through before they happen, which which gives them crazy insight into Mm. the actions of other people. Mm. Okay. Also, a strong interest in science or medicine. Yes. See, yes. now he's All only right. six years old, and I can tell you that most of what I'm saying is going to manifest, uh, is going to peak in his adolescence and in his teens into his twenties. You know, as a uh, as a child, he's now so impressionable that you know the the, the characteristics that I'm speaking of are just peeking through. He and um. The desire to uh, make play, make the place comfortable for himself is tantamount. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. He has lessons to learn in friendships and associations more than anything else. So, you know, some parents, I say to them, you know, no, you can't pick your child's friends, but you need to be very uh, admonishing with regards to who he associates with. Because in his house of friends, he has Mars and Saturn, and those are two. Those are the two indicators of harm, be it physical and or psychological or financial and all the above. And there, it's in the uh, Saturn is in an economic sign, so more than likely he's gonna lose money messing with his friends when he gets older. Mm. Mm-hmm. But you, because you know, having that knowledge now, you can, you can, you can groom him. Yes, sir. You can't remove his karma, but you you can't you can't stop his karma, but you can groom him. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. You're you welcome. know what? I don't know. If, I don't know if you guys deal with numerology. I don't deal with it at all, but um, I'm pretty sure that if my man coach is still there, he he does he does in it. I just have this occurrence of. The number eleven constantly appearing in various forms. Uh, you know, whether I'm looking at my clock or uh, it appearing in my address or my birthday, or mm-hmm. you know, I'm one of them weird kids. I have three children, and two of them were born in June and one in January. Three children, rather, and two of them were born in June and. One was born in January, and the number eleven keeps on appearing. <laughs> and I just want to know, you know, is there any significance to that number? <clears throat> uh, it's a master number. Um, but how exactly it connects to you or the people in your life, you would have to dig a little bit deeper. Um, with a numerologist, we have a sister that's about to come on the program in the next few weeks. Named Ion, um, there are other experts out there like Lord Strayhorn, and things of that nature. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. I would say, you know, just do just do the general research on it, just based on the uh, on the internet. Look up the master number eleven, see what it means. If it's your life path number, it means different things. Where it's different, you know, placed at different places, but. 
you know, you definitely want to look into that, okay? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Definitely will. All Thank right. you, guys. Peace and blessing. Have a good night. You're Thank welcome. you as Thank well. Thank you. Peace. Peace. Okay, we're going to roll the dice. Let's see who gets the last. Let's go to the <clears throat> 216761. Let's take it to the 216. All right. Call off from the 216. Yes, hey. hi. I didn't catch the whole Greetings. show, but I'm going to go to the archives. This is great. I'm thanking you for uh, giving us this information. As soon as I seen it was starting to talk about the blood moon, I was like, you know, just getting over here as fast as I could. One that many minutes left. This is Mama Ola Day G. How y'all doing? I'm doing all right. How you doing, Mama Ola Day G? I'm doing great, and uh, I'm going to go to the archives. I, I didn't really have any questions or anything, but I just didn't get to catch the first part, and I was just wondering, did the brother get a chance to speak on on uh, what's going on here in different places, what the moon has affected? Like in Cleveland right now, we've had like four four seasons in the last 30 hours. Mm. We started off with spring, wow. and it's April it's April 15th, and now, yesterday, and we, at April 13th, we started off with spring. By April 14th, at 12 midnight, we had um, saw, um, actual ice hitting the um, windows and uh, high winds with sleet. And then that uh, day, the whole day, it rained torrents of rain. We had big puddles we splashing through, children trying to get home without getting splashed, and big splashing, going through the car, putting brakes at risk. It was really bad. Then after that, rained all day. Then now, this morning when we woke up, we had covered with snow in April. Wow, I can't even begin to elaborate on how the, mm-hmm. the astrological indications for the weather. That's mm-hmm. one. That's for my man Theodore. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I was just saying that yeah. was, that was a, that was one of the effects of the moon, you know. And um, I was just interested to know what you had talked about before. You know, you got into the astrological part. But if you just want to give me an astrological reading, um, I I was in coordination with the weather, with the moon. With When's the your birthday? I'm uh, March 25th, 1948, at 4-something in the morning, between 4.30, I think 4.20-something, and 5 in the morning. 19 what? 48. 19 what? 48. 48? Mm-hmm. Okay. But when I woke up, I had... Um, at what time? Uh, between 4.20-something and four and 5 o'clock. I can't remember now. I got too old to remember my time. <laughs> But I don't remember. But I just know when I woke up, everything that was going on in the atmosphere was going on inside of my solar system, my solar plexus, and my stomach. And I was sick for two days, and I didn't even know about the blood moon. And um, coming to find out, you know. Can I ask you, you you had a, a turbulent marriage or love relationship? Um, have I had one before? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. have had one before. <laughs> Okay, well, I mean turbulent, I mean violent, turbulent, yes. uh, a lot of conflict. And, yes. Yeah, okay. I've had that before. Then, and that person is no longer with us, are they? Um, uh, yes, he's still with us. But the first husband, that the energy you see around him was not towards me, but he is gone. My first husband died, yeah, oh, as a matter of fact. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but it was, there right. was some violent energy around him, but not towards me. Okay, he had an issue with his chest or his heart? No, he, it was a violent death, as a, and he lived a violent life. It was gunshots and 
Yeah, okay. That works. Yeah. That describes it perfectly. So yeah. I don't even need to get in your eighth place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, one of your parents was very religious, right? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. And um, The other one? <laughs> <laughs> she, the other one was very impulsive and strict, right? No, one was a grazing bull and one was a fighting bull. They were totally polar, polar total polarity. <laughs> well, you have the sun. And and the moon in total polarity, uh, the sun being in Aries, which makes your father very short-tempered, and the, the yeah. moon in Libra. Yeah, so your mom, she was the religious one, huh? And in soft-spoken, soft yeah. She was the grazing bull. He was the fighting bull. <laughs> okay. And um, you, um, you're you quite intelligent, okay? And I mean um, in the way it manifests itself. And we steal words out of people's mouths. I don't know. I think they. I think maybe the opposite. <laughs> well, I, I know that, that you, I have friends that can almost like say what I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you know, they that you just read it. Uh, even though it's the other way around, you got friends Oranos that say Gemini. I thought it was you saying what your friends say, but at either rate, friends and saying are together there in your fifth. The um issues re- regarding um. Abandonment or or um, being alone are, yeah. are very, you know. Wow, yeah, you're good. I would need to get your information. <laughs> can you find me on Facebook? Um, You can find me. I can? Okay, I'm going to type it in now. I'm on Facebook. All right, R-A-A-K-H-U. Or, see, I think I got 5,000 friends there. You ain't going to be able to send me a friend request there. You can send me, I got another page. Okay, called Cosmo Physics. C O Z M O. C O. Cosmo. C O Z M O. O Z, not S. C O. No, not S. Z. Yeah. C O Z M O. Space. Physics. And physics is spelled P H Y Z I X. Oh, it came right up. Okay. I see it. Yeah. The page you just started not too long because you only got one. Only got a few people on there. Okay, I'll go on that one, and I'm friending you now. And you'll see Vicky Aqua, A.K.A. Ola Deji. All right, so you said, yeah, you see that that going on, that turmoil going on, with the conflict I had with these two parents, both being Taurus and um, being the, that they were the. Well, well I see that. I see the issue because you know um, idealism and 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 control, self control, mm-hmm. were the issues between your parents. I had to be. Right. I had to become both of their parents. Put it like that. But they both were childlike wow. in their own way. Yeah, I can. I can. I can see that because you have Saturn, which also describes the father and the sign of the child, right? And it's retro, so mm-hmm. you know, and it points to old age. Saturn and being it being like a child in old age. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah, you you should be very good with resources, okay? And uh, quite fortunate in your endeavors, like always being in the right place at the right time. Like you, though, you've experienced some degree of, of, of readjustment when it comes to shared resources, other people taking advantage of your kindness, mm. right? And... um Impulse, impulse in relationships is is you know you know all that by now though. Cause you know, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> being 
being impulsive in your relationships and in your cooperative venture and interaction with others, you know, um, you've learned some serious lessons there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the strangest thing is nobody 